This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle, a progressive chat about Disney magic without the pixie dust. I am your rat man, your rat man Carruthers. Um, that's who I am. I'm the rat man. I'm Nathan Hartman. And with me today uh, is the only man who is old enough to know who Ratman Carruthers is referencing. And that is Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> hey, Nathan. Uh, Hi, everybody. Uh, hello, everybody. And Sarah, welcome, Sarah. Hello. And Victoria. Good to see you as well. Hello there. So that's the crew. Janine wasn't able to make it tonight. And y'all, I'm just going to be I'm going to be honest with you. We're going to try something new. We've been here for a year now, and we are recording on a new system. And this new system could be a terrible idea. I don't know, and you're going to you're going to find out with us. Um cuz I really don't know how this is going to work. Uh, I really We're doing don't. Big things. I'm we're trying new up. things. You're going to hear little <laughs> little theme songs for stuff. We're going to we're going to try to plus it up right we've been here a year you know we've been on campus we've sort of tried to make a name for ourselves now we really got to know who we are right so we got to plus it up um you know we got to really she's all about it so we're gonna take off our glasses and spin our hair around and uh <laughs> that's the that's the new show or it's gonna i think i should just shut up and let's get let's get moving with the news so here's the news <laughs> Okay, so we are starting, of course, the new segment uh, in Walt Disney World, and Victoria's working double duty. She's going to take Janine's, what Janine was going to do tonight, um, and uh, we're going to start off uh, over at good old Splash Mountain. As you all remember, Splash is uh, closed uh, here on the East Coast, um, and we are drinking the tears of everyone who's sad about it, uh, or still sad about it at this point. It's okay if you were sad, but uh, there's a difference between sad and whatever the hell else is what we're calling what people are online. So, um, <laughs> but weirdly, uh, or not, we'll get to some interesting Tiana news in a minute. Uh, but we did get some more information about Tiana's Bayou adventure. Um, what is that information? Victoria. All right. So it looks like, um, WDI decided to create an extension of Tiana's story. So basically what happens after Princess and the Frog, which I'm not mad about. I mean, I thought they were going to do something that would connect to the show that's coming out on Disney Plus, but I guess we'll see. So basically, I'm just going to paraphrase what's in the Disney Parks blog article, but essentially they mentioned that within the attraction queue, they're going to be, guests are going to be able to see how Tiana has continued to grow her business with Inside Hustle. That's an employee-owned cooperative called Tiana's Foods. They even have as a header of the blog um, her actual Tiana's Foods logo, which I don't hate. So they basically describe. I thought you wanted to do it on your ass. Isn't that what you said? No, I said the hot sauce logo. Oh, the hot sauce. Okay. Because Beyonce's bat is called hot sauce. True, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to look it up. Anyway, so Tiana purchased a salt mine in an area surrounding a large salt dome that it's operated from. Now, I don't know anything about Louisiana, but apparently that's a thing. 
Um, so with the help of her mom, Naveen, Louie, and some owners, they revive the salt mine in the area and they grow a bunch of veggies and herbs and spices for recipes. It's now a very much so growing enterprise and everything in it has come to life. They have a boutique farm and a working and teaching kitchen. It sounds legit and it just seems like basically they go on to reiterate the story that they gave us at D23 regarding the ride, which is like, you know, they're looking for a special ingredient for the party that she's throwing during Mardi Gras for everyone who helped her. Um, but yeah, they're still saying both attractions are going to open in 2024, even though the one in Disneyland has not closed yet. So hmm. the the plot changed though a little bit, right? Wasn't the like early plot? I don't know. They, the way they talked about it last time, it felt a little. Maybe they just didn't talk about the cooperative stuff. It just was a little different. I thought there was Mardi no, Gras. They didn't stuff talk about the. They didn't talk about the cooperative stuff, but they did show that postcard where the people were in it. So I guess mm-hmm. I thought that it was always a co-op, though. Um, yeah. It sounds like to me, all of this stuff sounds like this is preamble. This is pre-show. We learn all this in the queue, and then the ride is getting ready for Mardi Gras celebration, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's my yeah, because people were like making a big. They're like, "Oh, co-op, that's boring." And I was like, "Gang, you're not even going to know about it if you don't like." They're not going to tell. There's no pre-show inspired. Like, there's no. It's 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 finding an interesting yeah. way to make Tiana's story inspirational, which I actually think is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Um, the fact that she's bringing in the community and teaching kids how to garden, like all that's gravy. That's just a nice seasoning, pun intended, on top of the the, the main story of the ride, which is Tiana's making dinner for a party, and you're all going to help. Like, that's all you need to know, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But can oh, we talk oh, for a second about? Oh, sorry. I was going to say, don't no, it's look fine. at the comments on that blog, by the way. Yeah, I that's smart. Don't look at the comments. <laughs> um, can we talk for a second, though, about Tiana's Hustle Adventure? Because this is, like, this poor girl. She's got a restaurant, and now she's got a co-op. And now, she, like, girls working too hard is my, I'm concerned for Tiana. I feel like she's taking too much on. I'm worried. Do you think she, is, she has a concerning work-life balance? I'm concerned. I, well, I mean, she's, she's also a princess. She's also a princess. I'm just saying. True. There's a lot going on. She likes to work. (laughs) Yeah. Well, all the best to her, as long as it's healthy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, speaking of Tiana, um, let's move on to some interesting news, I guess. We have two stories that are sort of semi-related. One is is that there is a, at least for uh, at least one video... (laughs) don't know how long it lasted there was a fairly light-skinned tiana that caused some controversy it looked like she was doing the meet and greet at magic kingdom uh and at the same time we'll sort of connect these two there was for sure some white person uh playing black panther on the disney cruise because you could see through the eye slots um and they were straight up uh looked they very white very 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 white they not to not to sort of you know categorize anybody, but I, I thought they looked a little bit Asian. Possibly For Black Panther. Possibly. Let's see. I don't know. I can but kind I would of say, see it. I mean, yeah. I can see. I can see what you're saying. I think it's just a mask. It might just be that's like mask. covering most of their well, face. I mean, as far as the Black Panther thing, I mean, what I was told is they have a special lens that fixes that. But even then, why is there a lens in the first place? Yeah, yeah. I usually, it's covered. They, 
Yeah, the, I'm just saying on Black yeah. History Month, on Black History on Month, Black this History is what Month. we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like, how did? Okay, it's kind of funny because I remember when the original Black Panther was being out in um in DCA, and I remember making a joke like damn near three or four years ago, saying, "Oh, I bet you there's going to be a white person under that one day." Watch, <laughs> and the fact that this happened. Oh, like Sarah, <laughs> you don't know. This happened with the OG male Black Panther as well. No, no, I'm sure. But oh, I'm yeah. saying, like, the fact that there's, like, evidence, like, it's just not me on a conspiracy train. Like, right. it is I real. This is evidence. This isn't the first time that's happened. This is, like, the first yeah. time. Yeah. So but I think it's really bad with, like, characters that are non-Black. So other mm-hmm. people, like, people, like, Pocahontas gets this pretty often. Mulan gets it pretty bad as well. Um, and, like, other face characters. Jasmine, too. Are, Jasmine's really I just as well as Aladdin and Naveen, yeah. yeah. So like those characters are pretty rough, and I and maybe maybe because um, sorry, there was like noises in the background, but we're doing this live. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> so maybe like you can get away with it because like you could say people are ignorant; they may not know like people of the world, whatever, whatever. But we know what a black person looks like. We know yes. melanin. Like let's be real. <laughs> like Tiana. Like seriously, that is a Fenty two twenty. Okay, like, <laughs> period. <laughs> well, the Tiana thing was lighting up my DMs for two weeks. Like, like, before it even, like, hit the mainstream, I got that video sent to me, like, four times. And I'm like, I'm not talking about this shit. I can't. It is okay. I can't, because I've done this song and dance for five mm-hmm. years now. This light-skinned Tiana, first off, we're not going to blame the character performance. Nope. Yeah, no. Chance. She probably that. just got put in. She probably just got put in. But, I mean, it's just like you can't make a whole foundation and key of inclusion and then do stuff like that. Well, yeah, there's two. OK, there's two things going on here. And I think we need to kind of dissect the the two stories. They're similar, but they're also very different, which is one is a total face character and one in theory is a costume character. Right. Yeah. That yeah. should theoretically go in the category of like Winnie the Pooh. Right. Like it is a full bodied like you can't see who's in it costume. Yeah, I mean, remember, remember, Min- Mickey is usually a very small girl. Like yes, eighty yeah. or ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah, and it, I think. But, I mean, but Black Panther is you still shouldn't right. do it. Black Panther is still Black Panther is still a human being, right inside of there. Yes. So yeah. I mean, it's That's very true. easy to fix with that costume, though. If, if you look at what they do with Spider Man, where you don't see his eyes at all, uh, yeah, why totally. can't this mask just have? You know, silvery dark lenses where the eyes are, which isn't in the movie. But who cares? Well, it, it kind of is in the movie. It is it really? Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, she covers her eyes in the movie. Yeah, yeah but here's right. the thing: like, if you do not have a black person to play that character that day, don't yeah, put that character put out. out there. Like, don't. Yeah. Like, we have. There are yeah. so many other characters that you could use. That like it, these mishaps are things that could easily be avoided. And I feel like that's what what's very annoying about the situation is this could have been avoided. It's not like we know this is a bad example, but it's not like we know the skeleton of Winnie the Pooh separate from the face of Winnie the Pooh, right? Like, like there's black Panther and then there's T'Challa. Like, like there isn't, as you said, an embodiment inside of that thing where like, we don't care who's in the the other characters. Is there also something, and this is more towards the Tiana one. I'm, I'm just looking at it now. There's comments mm-hmm. that is she asking if she's biracial, and does that count? I don't. I mean, I can't yeah, answer that. It feels like a hot mess for this white boy to talk about. So I, yeah, it feels terrible. I, I I mean, I look at it. I mean, I look at her and go, "That's supposed to be Tiana." Like my first response is, <laughs> "Yeah, it just, just doesn't, doesn't look, look like Tiana." Like her. 
even like yeah. body type face structure like yeah, i don't right. see it it's not right. it's, not, like, it's, it's not, not even her and i guess what, what to talk to the whole biracial point what there's a really big problem right now with a lot of black characters being casted by biracial characters so like you'll, or bi- biracial actors so like that's happening a lot where tiana is the first dark-skinned princess she's a yeah. dark-skinned princess so a dark-skinned woman or a brown skin should be playing tiana like yeah that's totally plain and simple it should not be a biracial woman it should not be a, a light-skinned woman and that's not to take away from bi- like a the blackness of a biracial person not at all but like there's a time and a place and there is still colorism that needs to be talked about and privilege when it comes to the color of people's skin tones so Again, not to blame the the character performer. All best wishes to her. I'm I'm sure oh, she's absolutely. getting a ton of hate, and she was just put in the situation, and it sucks um, that she's the face of this. But like, it is what it is. Disney yeah. should not have done that. They should, really, whoever that manager is needs to be fired. In my well, opinion. to the point is like what you said earlier is like they shouldn't have put her out at all if that's the only person they had because the way Princess Fairy Tale Hall works is it's supposed to rotate princesses anyway. For that mm-hmm. emergency, in case you yeah. have yeah. that person, so yeah, that to, to end all be all, it shouldn't have happened in the first place. If you're going to preach inclusion, actually do inclusion and cast the yeah. correct skin well, tone. And it's funny because like there are literal animators that had to pick a color. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not like a uh, it's not like when you're trying to match an actor as, per se like like we actually ha- like no, we know the pigment colors that we used when it came to shading and doing everything with Tiana like you can get very specific if you wanted to. You know, it's, it's not, not, it's not subjective that. at all. <laughs> yeah. And it's Florida. Like, there is not a shortage of black people in Florida. No. Like, let's be real. Like, no. <laughs> you, can, you can hire people down there. People are looking for jobs. Like, well, the yeah. issue yeah. is, is that, that, one, the casters are usually, and this is your insider info, they're very picky, and the turnover for Tiana right now and recently has been really? so bad, they can't keep anybody. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. But but again, Black Panther should be a non-issue. Like, it, 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 the, if the physicality of the like, if it's just a meet and greet character, yeah, try to get a black actor in there. But if it's like a stunt thing, that might be a specific skill or a specific need. And if his eyes are covered up, who cares? It's Black Panther yeah, doing that the stunt. I can understand. Well, I can but the thing you know? is, with the Black Panther character, it speaks. So yeah, right, right, with and that, an yeah, accent. exactly, right. <laughs> Right. That's rough. <laughs> right. That is rough. That's rough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. rough. Maybe let's, so let's rough. just avoid the issue. <laughs> yeah. So rough. I'm not even going to try to yeah. dive no. into that area. No, no, um, no, no, no. As what's the African, funny, let's avoid it. <laughs> no. Um, I have, I, I, I'm trying to remember there's, uh, uh, the only sort of word that I allow is is uh, in K- Kilimanjaro Safari, the old video, if you remember, they had a ranger. And he would say yeah. pochas like that. I just like the word pochas. I just like how he said it. It's less <laughs> to do with the dialect. But I, now you know, and then I'll go pochas. And I just like I actually wrote it with – I wrote it with the big dead elephant, by the way. Oh, you did? Before they pull oh, it out. Yeah. yeah. I went to – I went to an Imagineering preview like um, uh, a couple months before the park opened because that's when I was living there doing MIT. Yeah. And we drive past that and I get off that ride and I'm with Imagineer friends. I'm like, you're taking that out, right? You're not leaving that in. <laughs> and they tried to defend it from like, well, it's an important message and blah, blah, blah. Like, I know, but I'm on vacation. Why? Yeah. Don't yeah. show me a gutted dead elephant and turn oh, off. Like- Three like- days later, it was gone. They're like, Dave, don't worry. You're going to go ride a, a raft ride through the burned remains of a rainforest. 
like it's okay. Ignore it for it's now. Fine. It's fine. Oh, this boy. is fine. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, quite quite some interesting uh, moments happening. But let's let's stay with the Magic Kingdom. Uh, Tron previews are currently happening. Um, not a lot of news. We, we of course we cast it's cast member previews, so we we haven't ridden or anything. Well, I can't ride because I don't have an AP anymore. <laughs> so anyway, um, but uh, Janine, of course, will will uh, ride and, and give us a review when she gets the opportunity. But we are already starting to hear rumblings. And I want to say rumblings because I'm not sure it's even that accurate. It could be just cast members figuring it out. But we are seeing yeah. people online talking a lot about issues with. Uh, Americans fitting in uh, uh, larger Americans fitting into the vehicles which are fairly similar kind of the same as uh, Flight of Passage that same sort of lean over put a thing on you scenario and Dave we were talking about this on Twitter and you were very clear as a man who uh, is not I would not call skinny I would call you know you drink your milk you're a big boy I'm a big boy yeah and you wrote it I'm a bear (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm a I'm a bear. I'm a daddy. I'm a daddy bear. Yeah. A daddy um, bear. He's a daddy bear. That's a and you wrote it line. And you wrote it in a much uh in the original uh right. which was very solely created for smaller people. So if you well, were able to fit on that's that one, not exactly true. Okay, interesting. That's, that's not exactly true. And 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 like they're not going to spend millions on this ride to, uh, and and size it to a particular kind of guest they the correct the, 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 there are large chinese people too let's sure not of course get it twisted right yeah um um i would say the only time i've seen that happen was in japan for uh for some stuff but again the answer is not it's not a black and white issue it's right. not they made it in asia it was tiny and it doesn't work here i when i wrote it in 2016 i was probably 280 275 and i'm about 511 i'm a big guy i got like a at the at that time probably had a 42 inch waist um so i'm not small i'm a i'm a 55 gallon drum with legs basically you're 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 mighty mighty you're letting it all hang out as they say (laughs) and i had no problems riding that ride as a matter of fact somebody in our traveling party because we were there for research was larger than me he was pushing Mm. 300 and was a little bit taller than me he fit fine so I, i don't know what the issue is in florida they didn't make them different they're the same ones um i think it's the seating position is very extreme. You are very much on your belly during the ride. And, and I think, and part of it is it's locking your feet in, like your feet have to be in a particular place to lock. So I think people are trying to sit upright with their feet flat, like, like a motorcycle that's parked when in reality you have to sort of get into position to even close the restraint. You have to assume the position as it were, you you assume assume the the Tron position. (laughs) And yeah, uh, uh, you're basically the, the ride vehicle is basically a human centipede at that point. So it's, uh, (laughs) it's gross, gross, uh, (laughs) super gross. Um, it, it, I'm never going to look at Tron the same. Thank you. I appreciate it. I ever ride the ride. I'm just going to think my head is in someone's ass. Like, yeah, uh, pretty much. I don't uh, know. I'm for the user. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I, I think it now are uh, our, our guests um, in Walt Disney World. are Is there a larger contingent of larger guests? Yes. We know this just from, from uh, exit polls and, and design standard. Yeah, but the thing about yeah. design standard this is this goes back to it wasn't designed for a specific audience in China. Is that there are global standards for uh, encapsulation of riders, right? Um, of how you c- contain somebody, containment in a ride, 
And a lot of it is based on what's called TUV, which is a German uh, organization. I don't know what it stands for, but they are like the arbiter of, yes, that's good. That engineering will be safe in, in almost uh, in almost every park in the world. And, and so it's in every ride system, really. The, the ride companies, the companies that develop the ride systems have to answer to them. And so it... it I don't know what the issues are there, but like I said, I wrote it and I was, I'm big and a bigger person, bigger friends than me have ridden it and had no problem at all. I had a little bit of problem on uh, flight of passage, but that was because of my thighs. It was because of my legs. It wasn't because of my belly. I like, was just going to say that because I'm hearing that it's a height and calf issue. That's what I'm yes. hearing. Um, well, that's right. what I'm hearing. So yeah. it's like, which I think is very strange because typically, um, Asian people have bigger calves. So if they're saying that the ride is being built for like Asian people, then that would have been something that would have been taken into account. <laughs> like I'm not really understanding what the actual issue yeah. is here. Yeah. The, like, like, the, like a, another good example and universal, just, just getting slammed on all, a lot of rides for this prop for sizing. Secret problems. Life but, of pets. but, yeah. but again, but there's, it's, there, I'm not defending them in any of these. I'm just saying it is a very nuanced discussion that yeah. has a lot more, that it has a lot more moving parts than just, because like when people compare, coasters like you know uh, oh we don't have that on uh, uh um we don't have restraints like that on you know california screaming that can fit anybody yeah but it's it, it like california screaming has less lateral forces than a lot of other coasters that the one loop is a is a particular kind of g-force and because of that the encapsulation can be a little more forgiving and it, it it's it, there's so much going on here guys it's like i could talk for an hour on these on this issue alone. And, and, and as a person of size, I want to tell people, I hear you, but it's not, no one is deciding let's not let fat people ride. Right. And, and, and a good example is I went on uh, uh, Potter, which is very restrictive for journey, which is extremely restrictive. And there was a point in my life where yeah. I did not fit it. And then I, and I did. Right. I went with a friend who was about three inches taller than me. So he's probably six, one, six, two, and he's thinner than me. He's probably like two twenty, two thirty, And he could not fit on that ride because he's too tall. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with how heavy he is. It's about height. And then that relates back to rides are made for the, usually the 90th percentile is the, is what is, is the way cars are designed. The safety in cars is the 90th percentile male is like the, the basis, the baseline of where everything that has to be encapsulated. But then the thrills of the ride and the, and the, 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 um, uh, 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 the, uh, the G forces and, and, and kinetics of the ride and dictate who can ride it safely from an age standpoint. And then you have to say, all right, that's going to be a height level and that height level with this restraint requires this much encapsulation it's it's there's so much going on here but i think tron the tron issue is um is opening jitters and that's it yeah Yeah, i was gonna say that it's not necessarily a fat phobic issue but rather a safety issue um but the thing is with the tron ride there is a there is like an accessibility seat thing in the back of the the train yeah so there is you you might not get the full experience but it's still there and even they're saying that you could only see the story from like the third and the fourth seat so like you can't even get the full experience (laughs) on this coaster yeah i wrote it like there's a lot of issues i wrote it like 10 times in (laughs) shanghai and 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 yeah the the center of the trains the sweet spot yes it's pretty short you know, I understand people can yeah. short. I still love it. I think it's beautiful. The, the finishes and the lighting, everything's just great. That 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 vehicle in the back is the light runner, which was Cora's hot, hot rod from Tron Legacy. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, it's only on one train, 
And it's like, yeah. guys, put it on all of them. Why? It, it, that will solve your issue. Yeah, hmm? it's only it's only on one train. What the heck? Why yeah. would they do that? Because, well, because they it's... consider it they consider it a transfer vehicle for people coming out of wheelchairs and EVs. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. People that can't lift a leg or straddle the, the ride. Because you literally have to board it like a motorcycle. You have to hike your leg over it, you know. Um so th- that light runner is a perfect example. Like in Walt Disney World, you should have put one on every train. You probably should have put two, or maybe you should have had a whole train of nothing but them. You know, mm-hmm. um, and and but anyway, it's it's it, it's an. I think you're right, Sarah, in that it it is not a fat phobic issue. It a, a lot of times goes back to what the company, the major global company lawyers, will accept in terms of risk. Yeah, sure. And and where we're having problems when you see the Secret Life of Pets, that's a number of things that led to that, from what I hear. But the biggest reason, because you look at that and you look at an Omnimover, they're the same kind of ride. Why? why I don't I don't get strapped into uh, uh, Haunted Mansion this this uh, strictly. Why does Secret Life of Pets, which is a similar slow moving ride, need it? Well, Universal lawyers are are requiring a hundred percent encapsulation so people can't get out at all. And then you because they will. And and then on top of that, that particular ride has a really, really narrow reach envelope. Like the the, to make it fit in the space that they built, the sets and the animatronics and moving props are actually really close to the vehicle. And so they you can't they, they have to make it so you can't lean too far. And then on top of that it's based on the Yoshi ride vehicle, which was engineered for a Japanese audience, but it's very easy to adapt that for an American audience and they haven't. So mm-hmm. I don't know all of that for a fact. This is me as a sideliner looking at that issue. Yeah. Um, but it's, there's not an easy answer. And the answer isn't they're leaving out. I hate to say it. The answer is not they're leaving out fat people on purpose because that's, that's not how this works. Well, I mean, that particular opinion I feel just comes from armchair imagineers think they know what they're talking about because no armchair imagination well i'm i'm so serious because the very first time i heard about this issue it was from a blogger and his source was cps for on yik yak first off i didn't know people yeah. still used yik yak so i was like <laughs> I'm absolutely not as a person ever they were using that in high school oh my god that was my point i was like i haven't touched that since 2010 it still exists but that's besides the point i just feel like people are being armchair imagineers and a good chunk well, of these people have not even ridden this ride yet, and they just yeah. want to be dramatic. And and to, yeah. and to get on my soapbox again about it, like I have friends who are coaster fans who you're like, I can't go to Six Flags because I don't fit on anything there. That's why I go to Disney because I fit on Space Mountain screaming, right? Well, hmm. yeah, but there's not a coaster at any Disney park that is half as intense as most yeah. coasters at Six Flags parks. Yeah. They're a different they're a different echelon of, of thrill and therefore yeah. require a lot more encapsulation for their riders. So it's like, I, I get you. There are rides at Six Flags that I don't fit on anymore. True. But that's, that's you know, is there... It's a risk. Well, here's another one. Everybody says, well, can't you have a seat or two that is a little more forgiving? And they kind of do on B&M coasters like Hulk um, has, the, there's a seat in row six or seven that's got two of the belts instead of one. And so yeah. it can lock like one or two notches less. The problem is that creates a single point of failure that you are relying on a teenage ride operator to check every single time for a 16 hour operational day. So the lawyers say, nope, because if I have one employee that's not paying attention and a four year old goes in that seat and flies to his death, we're liable. 
So yeah. it, this is again, it's that's one other layer is that you're, you, you, the, what is the least amount of risk for the kind of operational environment you have and the kind of operational staff that mm-hmm. you have supervising these rides, right? Everybody goes, can't they just do seatbelts like you have on, on Tower of Terror? No, because those don't work for certain kind of ride dynamics, right? So it's, it's, there's just, there's a lot going on and I wish there was an easier answer. Um, but you know, I, I think people, my message for people who are big, try Tron. I think you'll be fine because I, I, I wrote it with no problems. Dave, let me ask you a question. Uh, I'm curious. So, um, when it came to alien attack and dealing with the vehicle you got, which was Seuss, it was cat in the hat, right? The initially, I mean the, the bases, um, the moment you wanted to spin it, how does that change the factor of, of size of child? And cause that seems like okay. an emo- that's exactly like when you start having problems. So Seuss, Seuss had a couple of spins in it, right? Yeah, that's true. Seuss, but Seuss also had sides mm-hmm. to the seats. There were benches, right? And so you could do a single lap bar for a family and the kid, if he slid over, he would hit the side of the vehicle, right? Men in black did not have that. Men in black had open air seats. Um, oh. and, so you if you, we, we ran into an issue in early testing where it was like there was a we had a I don't know if people remember this. The ride opened with this with two single lap bars, one for each row. Mm. Nobody remembers this because no. we took them out. They, <laughs> we found there uh, if you have like a big uh, parent in the middle, dad with a big belly and the kid sitting on an outside seat, mm. you'll have a problem during the spins because there's there might be enough of a gap between the little metal side handle on the seat and the lap bar. And so that can't be fixed. Somebody, people will say, Oh, we'll just load the kid in the center. Are you going to make sure that every time, every ride vehicle, some kid, some teenage operators is misses one of them and a kid flies out again, a risk issue. So for the first couple of months of that ride's operation, it had seatbelts and that's the load. The load times were really slow and they weren't, they weren't like seatbelts that were monitored like tower terror or, or, um, uh, um, uh, star tours they were just belts that we put in and then slowly but surely they changed the lap bars to the same ones that are on et where it's one for each seat um but that but there's that that ride the, the other big issue with that ride was not just that it didn't have the sides but a we were going to spin a lot more than seuss and a lot and a lot faster and b when your hands are on your gun you don't you're not holding on to a, 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 a oh shit bar as we call it <laughs> yeah. you're, you're, you're not holding on to the ride vehicle at your seat and so you're very you're a rag doll so we have to make sure you have com- you're completely encapsulated so that's how we led to on that one interesting hmm. interesting well uh, let's continue with uh, uh, let's talk uh, I'm trying to find a, a, a transition here and there's no good transition um because uh, we are going to talk more about Ron DeSantis. I don't want to, but <laughs> we're going to because there's some news out. Uh, in fact, the uh, it's been voted on. It's been approved uh, as of this recording just today. Um, Victoria, can you run us through what's occurred in the last couple? I guess it's kind of all been this week, but it both solidifies some things uh, for the Florida government, but it also doesn't mean very much at the same time, weirdly. I mean, it's pretty much Florida, to be honest. But, um, so, uh, DeSantis has put out a bill. Uh, I hate that we're talking about this. Um, so, <laughs> he proposed 
that they have a government controlled district that district why can't i talk oh my god district <laughs> that would elect a board of supervisors as far as um, replacing Green Creek. And the board would be expected to propose a list of changes to the district's power within one year. I'm not gonna go over the bill too much, but essentially it was clear that DeSantis wanted to strip Disney of its governing power with um, Green Creek. And the individuals, uh, oh, and just to mention that the individuals that would be on this proposed board of supervisors would not be eligible to serve on the board if they had worked for a theme park or entertainment complex in the last three years, which doesn't make much sense to me. But it states that Reedy Creek won't be dissolved and it will be permitted to operate under Reedy Creek for up to two years to ensure that changes were necessary. Disney would lose control of the district upon creation of the board, who would be selected only by Ron DeSantis. He's so annoying. Like it, that's it makes he's no, just irritating. Like it makes no <laughs> sense. Like why would you? I don't know. I got a black governor now, so this don't matter to me. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I just think that this is the stupidest back and forth. Um, it's a waste of time. We could be putting more of these resources into I don't know putting like. AP classes back to where they're supposed to be, and I don't know. That's Why do you just think me. I'm leaving Florida, Sara? This place is a fascist <laughs> regime. I'm out. This is insane. Like it just doesn't even really make sense as to like what they're. It just feels like a big like fuck you to Disney. That's really all it is. Like they just he yeah. didn't want Disney to have the amount of power that it has. Like to have a board of supervisors that's only put in the who is selected by. DeSantis himself and have not worked in a theme park or entertainment complex within three yeah. years for something I mean, that's under a theme park's control. Like, well, we all know Baby Trump is trying his best to show that he sticks up to like big corporations yeah. before he runs for presidency <laughs> like next year. So this is all stupid and it's going to go away like it has before. So this is a waste of time. Well, and the joke, of course, the, the irony is Disney gets all the tax incentives they've always gotten. They're not, yeah, there's nothing so changed. Like, like what what is it, like what was the purpose? Yeah. It's literally for show. It's genuinely just for show and it's going to go away because no one gives a fuck. And this like Disney is the biggest employer in that region. It would be stupid of them to fuck with Disney and Disney understands that, which is why Correct. I don't even think they're giving this any like they don't care. So they could do whatever. Yeah, it's as a, long as it doesn't mess up my future of maybe working at Imagineering. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, no, there's plenty of reasons. Disney's working very hard to make sure no one works in Imagineering anymore. So I mean, you're good. My God, they had a career fair at my school, and I was like, "What are y'all doing here? You guys just fired all these people. Get the hell up out of here! Like, go away. Why are you here? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I mean, it was fun to see the 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 amendments uh, that were put forth, and uh, you know that that stuff was funny. I liked I liked some of the stuff, the little intrigue, uh, the, the the you know, whatever, whatever. Disney's like, sure, <laughs> call it whatever you want. I'm you know the funny and the yeah. thing is is like the state doesn't want Disney's debt. If if Disney was like even, 
I, they would probably be in a lot more trouble. But the right. state is like, I, I don't want, I don't want your debt. <laughs> no, like, you don't want their debt. You just don't want them to have power. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, like truly, do you just have nothing else to do? It's it's show. It's, yep. it's political theater. It's, they're just they're flexing muscles. Yeah. 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 I mean, well, they're um, definitely lacking because there's other things that could be you could be doing, like even. And it's not even entertaining. Like oh, that's the worst just part so... about it. It's not. Even messy. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> it's not. I would enjoy it a little bit more, but this is like the peanuts teacher talking in my ear right now. Like Literally. I'm changing the channel. Yeah. yeah. How how dare they make us listen to Florida council meetings? Like I did not sign Ugh. up for Florida council meetings. Like that was not what I'm here for. And you would think it would be entertaining because it's Florida council meetings. Right. Because like, you would think it would be crazy, but there's nothing there. Like my God, no. the Ticketmaster trial was more entertaining than this. And I watched that. <laughs> oh my god. I mean and I wish we covered other news because the Ticketmaster stuff was ridiculous. Yeah, right? that was not the Taylor <laughs> I just think you need a virtual queue for Beyonce. Everything would be fine. There'd be no problems whatsoever. Mm. I would not. <laughs> I would not. <laughs> Nathan, you better leave this Beyonce conversation because what we were talking about earlier, That's true. you don't even like Beyonce. I, I, no, no, no. No, 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 no. You're putting Beehive words attack him. You can't say I don't like Beyonce. <laughs> I don't listen to Beyonce. There's a difference. Uh, okay, 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 okay. That's, that's just saying. That's basically you know saying you don't I like. Her. <laughs> <laughs> he say so because as long as he doesn't say she's overrated, he's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Like no, any I, music, you know, you the, I, re- I respect her as an artist. There, there yeah, are things. 100%. I, I've I've watched the, the 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 I've watched Lemonade. I watched the one on Disney Plus. I, I think she's an incredible artist. I can't say that I can hum a bunch of her songs, but like. I the last record was a bop f- for like dancing around the house while I'm cleaning up. I can tell you that. Yes. Much. So yes. like I, I totally respect her as an artist. I'm just not, I can't say I'm a I'm a huge fan only because it's 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 not one of my go tos. You know. I mean, That's fair. she was. I don't the dislike best part. her at all. I don't. You know. Yeah, she was the best part in the Pink Panther remake. So. <laughs> I also love her in Austin Powers. Yes, Come on, of course. That was, yeah. And Dream Girls, that's like my favorite Dream Girls. Well, that's yeah. Jennifer Hudson, yeah, Dream but Girls, okay, she's, she's great. She's great. Yes. Okay, sorry, back it. to Disney. Do you see how <laughs> boring <laughs> this was that we started talking about Beyonce? <laughs> right. That's, that's... <laughs> um, oh, let let's just move on. We have a let's little just... more vegetables. Uh, uh, this is more labor related. <laughs> um, I'm a bad. I, let me just admit, I'm kind of a bad socialist because I I I, I believe in the tenants, but I find labor discussion absolutely like uh like paint drying like, it's so boring yeah. uh, like uh, yes 100% everyone should be treated fairly i just i can't i like like get magazines and they're like let's talk about labor i'm like i don't know nah, it's, it's too much um sorry I feel like that's why we don't ever get anywhere with labor yeah sadly so it's boring. it's uh, i i promise i have no vote there's <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing i can do i'm always pro labor if i can't but we're gonna talk right? a little bit um this is funny actually uh bef- before uh victoria you kind of uh run us through this last uh piece of news here um uh for walt disney world um there was uh i was doing some research i'm i'm working on a potential book i'm not sure if it's going to happen uh you got to do the research before you find out if there's actually anything to tell people about um but the research led me to finding several articles from like 1986 uh about union workers at disney world upset that 
uh, Michael Eisner had given himself a $6 million raise and uh, they were still wanting a, a pay raise and weren't getting one and could use one. So uh, some things never change uh, at the Magic Kingdom uh, because why, Victoria? What's going on? That's a, that's a good question. <laughs> Someone was not prepared for Janine's segment. <laughs> I'll, I'll take Janine's stuff. You're talking about. Well, I'll talk about it then. Um, <laughs> I found it. I was like, okay, you I good? Click on that. <laughs> okay, this is what you get when we're live, people. <laughs> I had the Disney release statement like open, and I was like, what? What the fuck is he talking about? I was like, "Yeah, you are. You are talking your shit, man." Like, <laughs> I promise. I I think we're all sober. Yes. Nope. Hundred percent. So. We're just I'm live. Okay. Um, okay. So, <laughs> I've been talking about this for a while because nobody else want to talk about it. They want to talk about Disney sequels. So Disney has been in contract negotiations with the unions. For a while now, it represents like over 45,000 cast members and they help with their benefits and their wage increases. The union has rejected, well, voted to reject Disney's most recent offer to the union in favor of more beneficial terms. What they came, what they offered to them was, I believe, like a dollar raise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, that's correct. It was a dollar raise, which is completely unacceptable. Um, that's not even going to cover inflation if I recall correctly so 96 percent of them voted no uh, so i guess they're just going to go ahead and go back to that pretty much but originally the union asked for the cast members to have an 18 um, per hour raise now like they wanted to eventually get to 20 dollars which is fair because you have you know cast members that are homeless living in the cars they have food and home insecure and they don't really get many benefits. So. And yeah, and Orlando housing is horrible. Yeah, they're in a cost of living crisis right now. So it's yeah, Florida's not good for that. Right. Eggs all. are twelve ninety five. Okay, eggs are twelve dollars at the grocery Sarah, store. I've oh, never seen it. I've, you going to? I've never seen twelve dollar eggs. Twelve dollar eggs. I have seen it, y'all. I have seen it. If you go to Costco, they're like a little cheaper right now, but they're all out of Costco, so you can't even get eggs anymore. Where are these twelve dollar eggs that you Why? and your Maybe Republican friends? I, mean, keep I live in Orange County, Sarah. okay. I don't know what's going on here, but it is twelve dollars at the Ralphs, okay. If you want to, <laughs> that's, that's Orange County for you, right there. It's Orange County. Yeah. I hate it here, yeah. y'all. I went to the grocery store yesterday. I wanted to throw up. Like it was so bad. To, like it should. It just should not be that expensive. But I'm an Aldi they're boy, getting paid so. like. All's good. Oh, I've, I've always wanted to go there. I love but Aldi. Then, Grocery outlet, too. Oh, I've, the, I live next to one. I got to go. Oh, my God. Really? You yeah. need to Oh, Grocery outlet is great. I always want to go, but my partner's like, what is that? Does it make sense? What is it like? Day old grocery? No, 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 no. What does it mean? Like, it's great. And the the prices are amazing. Sorry. Uh, Just so we're clear. The first one, we don't want to talk about Santa, so we talked about Beyonce. We don't want to talk about unions today. (laughs) And so we're we're talking about Christmas stories. Back to the unions. Back to the (laughs) unions. I'm sorry. I'm drinking a Celsius, so my brain is all over the place. But um, I'm sponsored. 
Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it would I be. I am a... not Florida. I did not get a paycheck from that. I thought that was a white claw girl. No. <laughs> not a white claw. No, <laughs> it's it's a, I know. I get so scared drinking them while I'm driving because I'm like, oh, not the police. But anyways, so okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're saying things getting... that are now in in the court of record, just so we're clear. In the record, yeah. Okay, I do not drink white claws while driving. I drink Celsius, um, which so... has no alcohol. No alcohol, zero. Just, if it did, they just make you jittery. Tastes very good. Um, yes, they make me very jittery. But back to what I was talking about. So. Cast members right now in Florida are getting paid what, like fifteen, fifteen seventy five? Yeah, and they want an eighteen. Yeah, like to and start I think it's right definitely now. Well, this right, to, to start. start, and then over the course of five years, I and eventually get to that. These negotiations have been going on for what, like about six months or so. Oh God! Now it's been a, it's been a while, um, and it's just crazy because the parks are having the biggest revenue for the entire company, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I believe so because apparently well based on the earnings call yesterday streaming then is not doing well which is why they have to do the layoffs that they're doing and cutting back yeah. on park capital expenditure but it just like i think 1575 to be paying your cast members is like that's awful like it's not even that's nothing that's not enough and for them to be carrying signs that are saying that they can't buy formula they can't buy diapers and they can't afford rent um, how can you have your cast members waiting on the rich of the rich because that's what you want now to enter your parks, but you're not even willing to pay them the wage of dealing with the bullshit. Yeah. Like we see it every single day. These cast members are having to to deal with some of the weirdest and the craziest people. Oh, for we're going to get to some of those later. We, we, <laughs> got, we, will. we got them this week. Folks. Yeah, we got them. And <laughs> we got them. And like I used to be a cast member and I remember when we were getting paid like 11 and I remember when the bump was going up to 13 and then we hit 15 and all these different things and those were that made working there so much better because it is a fucking hassle to work at Disneyland. It is a hassle to have to get to that part to have just to get to work. You would have to be there two hours early, get your costume, make sure that you're prepared, get to your location in time. It is a mission. So all that for $15 an hour. It's not even worth it. Like, it's really not worth it to work there. And the exploitation of, like, um, the DCP, the Disney College Program, those people that are coming in, damn near working for $11 a paycheck oh, because yeah. they're getting money pulled out Girl, of their let paychecks. Me tell you, they, that is free labor <laughs> because all they do is they <laughs> stay on their own house and they take the rent out of your paycheck and then they know the kids are so naive that all they're going to do is spend their paycheck on merchandise. Yeah. Because you're holding back as Disney at that point. Right. So uh, it just it, it if you're not a company that's treating your cast right, then that's not really a company that people are willing to support. So I think that Disney needs to get their shit together and start um, making sure that they're paying their cast members a bit more adequately. For sure. I guess that's, that's, that's kind of yeah. what they're doing. Well, I mean, it, it seems like they're rallying up to get ready for a recession. So. Yeah. You know what? Iger seems to be a weather vane, whatever he says at this point, because the man was like, I think I'm done. And then there was a pandemic. So, you know, whatever, whatever he oh. wants to do, whatever Illuminati shit he knows. Okay. We'll just, we'll follow you, I mean, rich man. Oh, no. I'll, right. I'll take him over what we had before. I'll say that much. Yeah. But at least the other one that we had wasn't necessarily a liar because Iger said he wasn't going to be firing people. 
So what's going on he now? Yeah. He did say that. He, he did say that. I will say that much. At least, you know. So Iger's the type that will lie to you, like, lie behind your, like, lie to your face. Oh, but he was that when he was first here, too. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah, he was always like that. He was talking yeah. to behind Shane Pack Matt. Mm-hmm. He's sassy. Shady. He's a, is Iger a bit messy? <laughs> oh, oh my God, he's so messy. That's why I bought his book. Uh. I still need to read that. It's, it's great. Girl. It's really good. Yeah. It's really like not like it's good. he's a good businessman. I will say that much. He's oh a, sure. He's a good businessman. But he's messy. Yeah. I feel like to be a good businessman, you, you have messy. to be messy. You Man, have like, to be late stage to, capitalism, to, baby. I feel like I would be a good businessman. I like the mess. <laughs> I, like the, I like the drama. I was like, oh, what do you say? What happened? <laughs> well, no bonus for you, Ben. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you said that about me? Nope. Fired. Well, let's go ahead and head over to the West Coast. Or should I say let's go to a different planet altogether in our little sleep chambers? Because apparently, Sara, something, a version is, is, has been said uh, of a certain something yeah. is coming to Disneyland. Yep. So um, speaking of Bob Iger, um, so he... I guess Quonko confirmed during the earnings call that there's going to be a version of Pandora coming to the Disneyland Resort. That's kind of that's all that he said. He didn't elaborate more. He just said that further details were coming. Um, and obviously that put everybody into a, a storm where everybody's kind of putting their ideas. People are just talking about it. They're wondering where it is. Um, and I, I'm wondering where mm-hmm. Quonko too. Like where. Well, Dave brought up a good point of of the ESPN zone, and I think that that would be pretty cool to have some sort of exhibit like that. Yeah, I I think I mean the uh, before we get into the, the what I think it'll be the funniest thing I saw was on Twitter. Somebody posted um, a video, and it was like somebody revealing something at, at, at Imagineering on on stage or something, and they had comped over whatever the art reveal was, and it was a video of one of the Polynesian dancers from It's a Small World painted blue. Oh. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was at IAPA this year. It was just sort of oh, a really? fun little thing uh, that that uh, they made. You know how they do cute little stuff just to get attention yeah. in, in social. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was just like a. So it's real. Yeah, it was like a robotic company that made one. Oh, oh. there you go. We figured it out. Okay. Well, the, well here, here's what I think. It, that was here's it. what I think it's here's what I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be if you if you look at the uh, uh, Shanghai Disneyland page, there is an avatar experience in Tomorrowland that is a walkthrough, photo ops, um, you know, theatrical lighting, some inter- some simple interactive stuff, um, and then there's a similar one at Gardens by the Bay in Singapore, which is not a Disney property, but it's a high end tourist thing that they put an activation in. I think it's going to be something like that. And I think it'll either go in the um, launch bay, the old carousel of progress building at Disneyland, because that's currently empty, nothing in it at all. Um, It could go uh, in one of the sound stages at DCA across the way um, where the Avengers store or Marvel store is now, or where Flynn's arcade was during electronica. Or it could, as you mentioned, go in ESPN zone because that's a big empty nothing. Um, But you know, it depends on, I, I think it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be a ride or a show or anything yeah. like that. Not yet. Tomorrowland well, seems like a weird the... fit. That's my only problem with Really? The, I think so. I mean, weirdly, well, maybe it's my brain. Because weirdly now, I see it more as a conservation-themed concept than I do. I guess, yep. 
sci-fi, even though it is sci-fi. But well, I was thinking like, so you know, how like in the queue um, for a flight of passage, like when you get to the lab. Yeah, I was thinking that it was going to be like a lab in like launch bay. So like you have all these different. You things could put there. a floating avatar they, sleeping. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, didn't they have like a banshee that they made? What was it for? That was it was like it was that was the gardens experience. That wasn't, but yes, it was in, in Singapore. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they could do something like that. But I, like you said, like I yeah. don't know where that would yeah. go. Somebody, um, I saw somebody else uh, online thought maybe they're going to take the Moana water attraction that's going into Epcot and sort of adapt it into a Avatar milieu, maybe. Huh. Go um, where? <laughs> I don't know, again, I, but, you know, Disney oh, I got no yeah. space, so I don't know where it's it's it, that backstage. Me, it, let me tell you, it ain't no space so back tight. there, right? It's right. scary walking through that. You feel like you're gonna fall through a pothole, like some, like it's just it's not. There's no space, so yeah. I mean, it was it's a it's a cool idea. Well, it's still in the early stages, obviously, and hopefully, we get some more information on that. But moving on to something that's already been built and is finally here. And I'm so, 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 so excited. And I finally got to write it after tears on the first day. Wow. Um, <laughs> and Victoria, yes, you were there man. too, right? You, you've yeah, done... Victoria got to write yeah. it. Yeah, I wrote it um, Saturday. Girl, you were crazy. Because we went to Knott's that day. And she was doing Knott's all day. And then from Knott's, she went straight to Disneyland. And spent the entire time there. And then got like a super late return time for runaway railway no i was working she was working she was she was yeah (laughs) Yeah, let's get the bag get the coin we can't say much Uh, but victoria's got some some fun stories coming up that she can talk about yes so yes oh shit yeah it's been a long day what did i do where what cool things have i done i don't know we'll we'll get to that uh in another week yes we will certain ndas are up Yes. Um, but, ooh, NDAs, we love that for you. Um, Toontown and Runaway Railway. Um, I went on the first day for the Disneyland 100, which, by the way, if you can make it out to Disneyland for the 100 celebration, uh, they stuck it their is, foot up in that anniversary. Mm, it is amazing. Like, I thought it was going to be a joke, and I was like, ugh, like, mm, whatever. Like, it's, gonna, it's giving us 50th vibes, but no, like, this is what the 50th should have been. And it is so good. And it, it's, it's, first of all, there's a cavalcade where all the characters come out dressed in their finest um, platinum wear, and there's a really cute song that gets played there. Um, and as well as like just a bunch of different decorations, there's new foods, there's just so much energy that's in the park that I just feel like has been missing for a while. So that's back. Um, so definitely make your way out there and check that out. But Toontown is kind of open. Not really. Half of it is open because we're like away 20% of it. Yeah. About like 20, 25 about that is open. Um, and Runaway Railway is finally open here at the parks, but the it's a virtual queue. So you can't just waltz in there <laughs> and uh-huh. try to ride the ride. Yeah. And it is rough. Um, first day, the virtual queue was gone in like literally a millisecond. Like it was gone. Bro, you could not- I tried it and like I accidentally like fell asleep and two minutes had passed and they were all gone. Like two minutes. They were gone. They were just gone. Wait, is that is that including um uh, buying Disney Plus, the, or are they not doing so, that yet? 
So the lightning lane, they they are doing that, but for the first day, it was literally gone at seven a.m. Oh my the God. entire thing. Um, but for for the following days, it's you can buy it within the hour. So that's thank like thankfully you could do that. But I but I think that that's only for the morning time where you can get a closer return time because people are kind of waiting it out for that one p.m. Um, yeah, that's what block to me. be able to. Because when I got yeah. to the park, I couldn't get one. I think I got there at like. Mm-hmm what, three, I think, and I couldn't get one until, like, 10.30 at that night. Yeah, but before that, if you go in the morning, right before that 1 p.m. one, you're, because people, I think, are still waiting out, waiting it out, so you're still able to get one within the hour, but the, the ride is not perfect in terms of running. It goes down a lot. Um, that's an issue. That's it how it was here the the- to start yeah. with, yeah. It's There's some kinks to work out. It's, I mean, it's a finicky ride, which is understandable, but it is beautiful. The queue is beautiful. It's so much brighter. And in Florida, because I rode the one in Florida, I had an issue with the sound. Um, I felt like it was very loud, hmm. and I hated it. But here in California, I feel like the sound is like just right. It's oh, perfect. I noticed, so, okay, so I, I thought it was just me that noticed that, too. Like it's, it's Really? Yeah, yeah I couldn't. I, in, yeah, I, I remember riding it and not really being able to make out some of the like the i don't know if it was a volume issue it, was, it sounded like an acoustic issue to me like i couldn't hear yeah. i couldn't it understand really a lot of the dialogue yeah but that's yeah. also because a loud. lot of it was an existing building right they were yeah. adapting yeah that's exactly that's true and you could totally feel the difference like it just feels like the the cue is just so cool because you have a bunch of these like little cute memorabilia there's like different things there the outside is just beautiful and bright and they finally fixed the shitty ass background that was so sun faded that you couldn't even tell what it was <laughs> um so that's been finally fixed and the grass area i kid you not i got like i sat there on that bench and i was literally almost in tears like it was so beautiful just seeing how like how many kids are running around and being able to run freely in the shade and just be happy like it literally made me so just emotional like and i'm so excited for the rest of the land to open up and to see what happens um the only disappointing part was that um uh the Roger Rabbit ride was closed, but I don't know why it was closed. So, so are are there different? I heard there are a couple of different scenes than Florida. Is that true? No, not yeah. that I saw. Okay. I think the only the one, same. The one difference mm-hmm. I saw was towards the end when you're getting to the yeah. park scene, you go through a long mm-hmm. tunnel instead of immediately mm-hmm. going to the scene. That's the only thing I noticed. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the one thing. But everything else is the exact same. Yeah. Um, but it just, it was, I don't know, maybe it just felt better than the Florida one because of the queue and because of the outside and stuff. And they also did update a lot of the land. Like, there's a bunch of new signage. There's a bunch of cute little things yeah, and Easter eggs it. everywhere. Yeah, it definitely needed it. A lot of the buildings are brighter. Um, so where so, in Toontown is the is the is the El Capitan Theater? Where where where's that marquee? So it's like it's so when you go in, you know how there's that hill. It's like the first thing that you'll see because yeah, you like, know how Roger Rabbit is on the right. Yeah. So it's like literally smack dab in the middle. Okay. So oh oh, where Goofy's uh, Goofy's service station used to be. Like no, in, so no, so it's like a little bit more towards the right to Goofy's service station. Oh, okay. They I, added like a bunch of different little buildings there, like City Hall and like a bank and like all these different things, and then at the El Capitan Theater. Oh, okay. So I it's gotta, like, I, yeah, yeah. It's it's literally like when you walk up the hill, you'll see it yeah, right in front of it's you. It's a straight shot. Like you, can, yeah. Literally, you walk up that hill and you just keep going straight. 
but it's not it was- something that you'll see right away, which is I think really cool because it kind of like has a big reveal. Um, you're just like going in and then you'll see it. For some reason, I thought it was down where the Chippendale Treehouse used to be. Like they were going to blow oh, out that no. end. Yeah, Mm-mm. but that but that doesn't make sense because it's it's a, a movie theater, so it has to be in town. Okay, I'll see it. Yeah. I'm going Sunday, so I'll see it on Sunday. Okay. Or is it at right. night if you can catch it at night? It's very. <gasps> I have not seen it at night. Ooh, yet. I will send you the pictures, girl. It is pretty. Please do. But we are go- so we also have a TikTok. Okay, it's the Rat Castle TikTok. We haven't posted it on it yet, but I t- <laughs> you got it. It's your it's your fault. Yeah, I know. We That's filmed something and I teed that up and tried to edit it, and it's fifty three year old figuring out TikTok. We need a kid to do this. Can we just yeah? They, hey, I anybody out there want to be our TikToker? Come on, yeah, right to us. Be an intern we're old. for free. I wonder. <laughs> yeah, come be our college program intern. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll treat you better. We'll give you days off. Okay. Yeah. Twelve um, dollars. But, but yes, there's. Um, I took a bunch of videos, so that will go up before this podcast. So check it out there. You'll see the queue and everything. Wonderful. You also yeah uh, went to. Knott's Burry Farm. Uh, Victoria, you don't live there, so it's not some place you get to go very often. What I've never been. I this is one of my big things. I want to go to Knott's. I've never been to Knott's. I really want to go. Um, it's so. I don't fun. have a lot of California. It's really fun. I've only done Disneyland twice. Um, yeah. Yeah, girl. Twice. Yeah, twice. That's all I've done. I've never been to California Adventure. It's never happened. <gasps> Look, I'm not okay. made of money. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> right. I moved that's to the place with it? four mm-hmm. parks. That's what I did. So I guess that's fair. That's fair. Value for your money. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, why could I, Why would I go to two when I can get four? Yeah. Hello. Yeah. yeah. And it's it was cheaper to live there. Um, I don't know. Florida's anyway. My point being, I've always wanted to go to Knotts, and Victoria, you got to go to Knotts. What are your impressions of Knotts since you got to have a little uh, experience with Zara? Uh, and so, well, we joked they're not racist cameras, but uh, some, some fun cameras. <laughs> I still stand by my statement. Racist cameras that didn't pick you up, and yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, they got the people behind us. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Mm, I, yeah. Anyway, so. we're not blaming knots. We're blaming the bears uh, on what, what was the ride? I'm forgetting. Oh, the, I don't uh, even know. It was the, the uh, Knott's Berry Tales. Yes, yeah, Knott's Berry Yes. Yeah, cameras. Yeah. It was my first time on that version of the What'd ride, you guys so think? That was pretty it was, cool. It was uh, Dinosaur something before that, right? It, 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 well, it was Knott's Berry Tales first. Well, of course. Uh, uh, Rolling Crumps, right. Knott's and Berry then it was, Tales. And then it was, uh, uh, down, what was the dinosaur one called? Um, I never can uh, remember. I don't remember the dinosaur. Oh, it was, wasn't there for oh, I'm blanking. It was in the 90s. Oh, sorry. The, the, our audience is going to hate me because I should know this. Um, and then it turned into uh, Voyage to the Iron Reef. Oh, my God. That, that was, was like a weird. year. That barely lasted. Yeah, for like a year. It was bonkers, and the story was really weird. Like, the, the, the coasters were – the coaster track was – like being eaten by some underwater like kraken, crackeny thing. Yeah. It didn't make. Oh, it was yeah, weird. That's what you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they put in the new one, Kingdom it's, of it's, the Dinosaurs. You know, it's cute, by the way. It's catnip for uh, Gen Xers who grew up in Southern California. Like, holy moly, that I loved that original ride. Yeah. Um, and you know, it honors Raleigh Crump designs in really yep. a really fun way in in digital space and projections. Um, and I, I thought it was good. I thought the game is fun and replayable. Cool. 
it's very good. The 3D is just a little off. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> but, a, that's a maintenance that's just, issue. It is what it is. They're yeah, trying. I mean, the, it's always been that way. So it's Yeah. Fine. And, you know, Cedar <laughs> Fair ha- had abandoned a lot of dark rides for many years. And now they're slowly starting to do them again. So I commend them for, Which for, put, awesome. for putting the, the, this back in, you know, and, and reviving a park brand again yeah. uh, that was dead for 25 years, you know. Victoria, favorite thing you was ate. really cool. The what? I asked Victoria the her Cuba. favorite thing she ate. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, Victoria. The favorite thing I ate. Oh, um, so we tried. Sorry, I didn't, but I did. Um, I tried the Mexican street corn, um, bacon, and bacon pizza. And it was it was good. Like, I didn't expect it to be good. I was just, like, shooting in the dark there. But, no, it was really <laughs> good. They, they gave a lot of sauce that I don't think they were supposed to. Like my other, yeah, club, it was like drops of sauce like on the pizza. It was like lunch lady plop on there. My friend, <laughs> yeah. like, I didn't hate it. Like, I just think the food was a, the food overall is a little bit overpriced. Very, like, very overpriced. If I had paid for that meal, um, not to actually comp the whole visit, but um, if I had paid for that meal, it was like how much was the sauce? Like fourteen? It was like it was sixteen dollars <sighs> for a slice of pizza. Yeah, which is crazy. That's um, but, fairly comparable. But the merch was cheap. Not, I don't. Well, comparing it to like Disneyland, Disneyland food is is cheap. Oh, like, that's it a, is. Epcot. I mean, Epcot's like thirteen dollars for a piece of pizza at at yeah really? Connections Cafe. Yeah. So yeah, that's crazy. It's good pizza though. Was it was? Are they doing any a, a particular food festival at Nas right now? Is it? Oh yes, so we're there to celebrate the, the do the peanut celebration. Oh, peanuts! Right, right, right. The peanuts celebration. So much fun. The what? I'm sorry. Oh, the peanuts. The peanuts celebration. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm having trouble hearing. Peanuts. Oh, peanuts. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Peanuts celebration. I yeah. Gay you can't say this too fast. Gay days is le- uh, later. The peanuts celebration. <laughs> oh That's later in the God. year. <laughs> I thought it was like. I mean, honestly, we didn't even really do any rides besides like fairy tales and the trains because there was so much like entertainment like that they had. So it it has a lot of entertainment. It's it's a, the the park has a really great vibe and and mm-hmm. and it is um, and that is returned after uh, a couple of decades there when it was they were focusing just on coasters and things. But I I love walking around that park. That that's that to me is equal to Disneyland now mm. in terms of I can just go and eat and have a drink and not really ride anything because oh, there's so I much agree. going on. Like, but I, I, I've movie. said that to I've said hmm? that to people and they're like you know and they don't agree. But the people that don't are people that didn't grow up with knots or or don't live locally because the difference is. It is not a destination park like Disneyland. It's, it's so not, if yeah, if you're if you're Disneyland if you're a one or two or three time a year Disneyland person, Knotts is gonna not gonna hit the same. But if you're a pass holder and it's just a place to go, it's so Knotts is very unique and very local. Yeah, like it feels mm-hmm. authentic to the place it's at. That's cool. In a weird oh, way. I absolutely agree. That's what actually drew me to it. Like once I hit Cedar Point and Knotts, that's what actually convinced me to do like the Platinum Pass because I was like, I know I want to come back here. For the vibes. Uh, any boysenberry yeah. eating? Victoria, are you a boysenberry person? Oh, bitch. she's a boysenberry girl. Bitch. That's what she is now. <laughs> Sorry, I bought the punch. But isn't it? You bought it? <laughs> they hit my friend so, was like, get the punch, and I was like, refill it all day. <laughs> all day long. That boysenberry punch. When I was a kid, they used to serve it in a little plastic purple boysenberry with a straw sticking out of the top. 
Cool. And you didn't get oh, free refills, cool. and it was like you know three or four bucks for like four sips of it. That was my butter beer, y'all. That was like because <laughs> you could only get it there. And yeah. so anyway, yeah, it's awesome. But there's another one. If you go back in the in the stores, they have tons of boysenberry products. There's one that is called boysenberry pie jam. So it is, a, and it's it's a it's branded to Knott's Berry Tales as a rye, but it's a little jar of jam, of jam. But it tastes like pie, not just boysenberry jelly. It's hard to describe why, but it's got it's, it's got a flavor where you sort of taste the crust a little. It, it oh, oh, that sounds so on good. toast, y'all. I, I I bought four of them when I was there last time and <laughs> put them in the pantry because we go through them so fast. They're so good. Really? I'm going to try that. And there's a whole, so the peanuts thing is their first. And then later this spring, they have the boysenberry festival, which is, I was telling her to come back for that. You got to come back so for that. Good. All the food items. Like they do a boysenberry barbecue sauce, boysenberry ribs. Like oh. it's all really Have really you tried good. the boysenberry steak? I was telling her about that. Yeah. I'm so good. Someone good. told me about that when you told, I mentioned that you had told me and they were like, bitch. That's like it's, it's, so not, it's not nasty. It's so nasty, but no. <laughs> it's and so and their cocktail and drink drink game is really good and strong there. So it it's, 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 it's a it's a it's a it's a gem that park. It oh. really is. They're definitely stepping it up from the last couple of years. Like it has gotten sure. so much better and so much cleaner and mm-hmm. vibrant. Like we noticed that there was a lot of buildings that just seemed a lot more vibrant. So it seems like they're kind of just going for it and trying to make the park a little bit better so i'm excited awesome. to see what comes out of it for the next like yeah, decade i think it'll go somewhere great yeah, well great. I, I, I like time. you mentioned yeah we had a great time how uh you mentioned how the merch at knots is cheap let's talk about not cheap yeah. merch which is the disney 100 eras collection dave would you like to tell us about the disney 100 eras collection and y'all is there anything in that collection once dave talks about it that you would like to get Dave, what do you got here? I mean, I already bought a good chunk of it. I don't know. So the Eras Collection is like a bunch of stuff that is uh, a lot. A lot of it is um, themed to like early days of the studio. It's got this sort of vintage 1920s vibe. A lot of it looks like it came out of the old Hyperion studio uh, um, before they moved to the Burbank location. It's it's so it's that vibe, right? But it's stupid expensive. Yeah, most Um, of it is. Yeah. It's mostly very expensive because it's it's like they're heavy duty collectibles. They're like metal desk things. They're not just right. you know, um, uh, they're not just park trinkets. The most notable one, the one that got the most sort of traction that I saw that alerted me to this line online and on Twitter was the um, the desk lamp that looks like the old water tower. Yeah, that's cool. It's massive. Have you seen how big it's it is? Have you seen pictures of people posting it? It's way bigger than. It's way bigger. I thought it was this tiny little thing for your desk, but no, no. It is a full-on lamp, and it's 100 bucks. I get why it's 100, though. Yeah, it's massive. <laughs> it's like, it will uh, light yeah. your house. It's a lamp lamp. I, also, like, I don't think it's going to light very much. Well, it's a desk lamp. It's for your desk. That's the whole idea. It's like this. You better have a big-ass desk for that. No, I mean, that's my like, point. I'm like, it's a huge lamp. So it's like for a desk lamp? Yeah. Like, Maybe like a side table, like I don't know. <laughs> but there's like there's like bookends that look like Mickey's boots that are like sixty bucks. There's like the cufflinks, pencil cups, and and little things for your desk that look like um, animator supplies yeah. from the twenties. Um, yeah. that are all in the range of like twenty to forty dollars. So it's it's you know this is not a kids line. This is no. for olds. 
Um, the cup <laughs> or the mug, the cartoonist mug, which has a uh, the old kind of ad for the Walt Disney cartoonist. Um, it's twenty, which is really pretty reasonable. Uh, it might be oh, the most reasonable for mugs, though, isn't it? Huh? Isn't that standard for mugs, though? Yeah, I mean, I've seen mugs for oh, thirty. Yeah. That's actually not too shabby compared to. I think the weirdest one is the phone holder. Like, <laughs> first of all, Mickey on that looks—he looks scared. Like, I don't know why his ears are back like that. And it just—I don't know who's buying a phone holder. It looks like I don't know. I don't know. Like it just—that is make a sense. weird one. You're right. The pose is like yeah. Dumbo-like. Like his ears yeah. are folded back. It's very strange. It is, but it's cute. Like I didn't know it was a phone holder when I saw it yeah, I in know. person. I thought it was just a statue. Mm. Um, it's cool though. So but, where where are they selling all of these in the parks? And so you can find them on Main Street and then on Buena Vista as well. Yeah, so like it the fits first in Buena Vista. stores that you'll see. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, know it does. I think if they're here at mm-hmm. all, I don't know. I've not seen them. No, no not that I. Oh my know. god, the little typewriter. Yeah. It's cute. I love it. I think it's such a cool collection. Like, um, it was funny when when we went into the Emporium. There was I was talking with my partner, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is such a good collection!" And then the person next to us, like a random stranger, was like, "Yeah, like this is the first time I've seen a good Disney like merch collection. They actually did something good." And he was like, "Someone our age," and I was like, "Yeah." There's some. There's like, a couple of oddball items though, like the magnifying yeah, glass, Mickey Mouse <laughs> magnifying glass. Yeah, a little odd. Well, first of all. It's a collector's thing. Again, it's like, for olds who need to read the small print on their newspaper, I guess. Um, but who has a, you know. It's you just, for I finding think... clues, Dave. It's for finding hidden Mickeys. That's the whole point. It's for hidden Mickeys. Exactly. Imagine. Someone's got to pull that out. Watch in the parks. But the sweater. I love the sweater. Oh, and the t-shirt. The beret. The tote is a little ridiculous. I know they did not pull out a cricket and make this tote and then say it was $40. Yeah. How dare you? That is rude. That is so rude. <laughs> it is a $40 tote. Like, be serious. Like, the Trader Joe's ones are $5 well, and they hold a lot. I like them, but they're $77 cufflinks. Like, Ooh, where are those? that's the very bottom of the uh, uh, post that we're looking at. But uh, the ornaments are so cute. Yeah. I did like I the get ornaments, but also. The spirit jersey is cool too. Yeah. Like it kind of has like a pop art vibe. Yeah. So, this is a this is great visual conversation for a audio medium. Um, <laughs> so there you go. Uh, we're talking. It's cute. Yeah, it's, it's cute. cute. It's, it's cute. cute. I'm an enabler. Buy it. Um, yes. Yeah. Sorry, you talked about the. I think sorry, you mentioned the expenditure earlier when we were discussing uh, the union stuff. But Dave. Uh, talk a little bit more about the fact that uh, Disney's reducing capital expenditures and from your industry perspective, what that actually means for the theme parks. <clears throat> so cap capital expenditure, CapEx as they call it, is the money that the park corporations set aside yearly that gets divvied up for um, uh, some new, sometimes new attractions. Um, uh, a lot of it goes into things like maintenance. Um, a lot of it goes into uh, alignment with corporate sponsorships. Um, it, 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 but it is the main it is the main tank of gas um, for new stuff and improving old stuff. It's not necessarily um, doing day to day maintenance or operation. All of that, all of that is comes out of something else. But capex is like um, the departments tend to 
you know, compete a little bit <laughs> to, you know, ready their end of year before the first quarter of the next year, say, here's what we propose we should do. And a lot of it's for improvement. A lot of it, a lot of it, it usually goes into new attractions. So what this, I, I have been saying this since the parks shut down. It's one of the reasons that frankly, I lost my job of 13 years is that once the parks reopened and they realized what they could open with and operate at and still make what, what, what do they make in the earnings call? $21 billion in the parks. Yeah. Up 36% or something of that nature. Yeah. So they know they don't need to spend the kind of capex they did in big growth er, uh, times like late nineties, right. with new parks and big, big, big new attractions. This is a boom and bust industry. And it often um, responds to the um, global finance in a way that is a, is completely alien to me. And it's there's there's entire feasibility studies of you know how these capex budgets get made. But the bottom line is, I think the way this is going to affect the Disney parks is that you're going to see more money put towards shows, live entertainment, parades, small upgrades. Um, uh, and less for big e-ticket attractions for a while. Um, and that's not a surprise because when they laid off all the people from WDI back in 2020, that was strategic. And then the move to Orlando is strategic and they got rid of a lot of old talent. And so this is all leaning towards, they don't need to spend the money until they get everybody moved and turn the engine on again. But that new engine of WDI and attractions, in my assumption, this is not insider information. This is what I, what I would interpret this $700 million cut is, is that strategically it's going to be a different organization moving forward and how they develop new attractions. I think that's going to be younger talent. It's going to be um, uh, probably less talent. I think a lot of it will be um, a lot of uh, people, if you want to be an Imagineer, you want to work in attractions, go start talking to the vendor companies that places like Disney Universal hire because they're going to be leaning on them a lot more than they used to. They already do lean, lean on them. It's the dirty little secret. Um, but I think this cuts like this mean mainly it's it's a pause until they um, sort of restart the development engine uh, in 2024, 2025. The risk is that Universal is open a big ass park in 2025, and it they are seemingly not going to have any. They haven't announced anything new to go up against it. You know, Tiana's maybe, and that's about it. Um, but you know, they the, the, I don't know for sure if they already have stuff teed up and just haven't told anybody about it. Um, so it's a it's 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 a weird strategy, but I understand why. Yeah, I, I think they're waiting. Yeah, well, like, yeah. This is tough. Well, waiting. Let me. So let me explain what I meant sure. by that. Like, I think they're waiting to see how, how much damage um, Epic Universe causes because I think Disney is still very um, arrogant and believes that the Disney brand could survive like literally anything. And we've seen it happen over the past couple of years where you have literal like paint peeling off walls and people are still willing to pay like a premium to go to these parks. <clears throat> so Disney feels like they could survive this entire situation and still come out on top when it comes to Epic universe. So they're maybe waiting it out to see if they even need to like put in or they need to invest, especially after opening two huge lands and then all these different changes they've had in the past couple of years. The other thing to consider is it's 700 million out of a capital budget of 6.7 
billion. Yeah. 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 So it, totally. oh, they only have six billion dollars yeah. in capital expenditure. Oh now. no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, so no. It, it, it. I mean, to to put it into perspective, seven hundred million is a, a, a very healthy land and attraction. Yeah. Right. Right. So they're not going to do one of those in 2023, 2024. We kind of knew that. I mean, they would yeah. have needed uh, knowing Disney's track record, they would have already broke ground. Like they 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 take forever. Right. So uh, like especially cuz there's a bit of a construction crisis or there was for a while here in Florida and Universal sucked everybody up. So uh you know, hmm. they and when the parks are up 36% without any of that new stuff. They yeah. can ride on that for a couple of years. That's where this came from. They looked at it and went, we're going to be fine. Even with Epic Universe, we're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to have the growth that they've had in the last. They're not going to go up 36%, but if they stay over 20, they're fine. Well, if it dips below 20% yeah. growth, that's I mean, probably a problem. Cosmic, and then they got that <clears throat> Moana thing, and then Tron is about yeah. to open up. So they, they got they a lot to ride until Tiana. And then once Tiana rides, they can ride that for a little bit. But I even guess. then, does a theme park need to open something new every year in order for it to be successful? No. I don't think so. Not, not necessarily. And, yeah, and not when you're talking, especially the Florida parks, when you're talking Epcot in particular, as an, as an example, you know, yeah. people are like, oh, there's all these plots of land that aren't developed. Yeah, Epcot doesn't need it. Like, I know you think it needs another couple of e-tickets, but from a capacity standpoint, when you look at the, the amount of people that go through and the, how many people the machine of the park has to process... That's why Cosmic Rewind replaced a ride and didn't add new capacity right. because they didn't have to. It's why they didn't, haven't built a new pavil- a new country pavilion in forever because yeah. they don't need to. Dave, from yeah. an industry – People are still going to Yeah, Dave, from an industry standpoint, how long – when you think of cycling in new guests, how long is a ride new? I would imagine five to ten years before yeah, it's – easy. Five. Yeah. At least five because – it's very easy for us to look at it. All these people, we go to parks all the time and super fans who are like a year later going, that ride's old. You know, most people's vacation to the vacation kingdom yeah. in Florida is once a lifetime. I mean, I hate to say, I hate it's to true. reveal at that, these prices? but a lot of people, it's not a yearly thing Mm-mm. at all. So, you know, to your point, Nathan, you haven't been to, to the Disney parks since like the early aughts, late nineties in here in California. Uh, I went, um, when I was, uh, doing an internship in LA, which was my senior year of college, junior year of college. And then I did it while I was in residency for my master's for a couple weeks. Oh, okay. so cool. not super long ago, but long enough. I think it's been right, close right. to a decade, uh, a little less. Right, and that's and th- and there you you were bolstered by having to be here for other things as well. So, like people paying a lot of money for their family to go someplace. Yes, there are families who do DVC. They got plenty of that. There are people who in the on the East Coast who live up north who always come down to Florida yeah. and spend every family vacation down there. That is not uh, a majority. Yeah, at all. It's not the norm. Yeah. It's, no, it's not the norm. And so, no, they don't have. And then when you have factor in the p- parks like Epcot. There will never be a park built like Epcot ever again no. because it was overbuilt from day one. Yeah. They, they had too much space and too much uh, attraction capacity, and that's why it's been so slow to develop because it, it, it didn't need to be that. It you know, probably should have been two parks, which it kind of was for a long yeah, time. Yeah, this is why they can announce the Play Pavilion and then shrug and go, ah, n- n- maybe not. 
<laughs> or yeah. uh, have Wonders of Life closed for five years and just be like, I don't know, it's just sitting there. I don't, we don't know. <laughs> they don't need it. Like we'll get to it when we get now, to it. The one thing I want to say about this, though, what I think is interesting is, um, when when I sort of look at you know we were talking about how long a uh, the kind of the the period of time we can consider something new and that kind of thing. I think Disney's all their other strategy here is that. Universal is going to be or guest Universal are going to be poaching Universal. So they're not going to go to Universal Studios on Island of Adventure. They're going to go to Epic Universe or they're going to do two days instead of three. But they're always going to come and do Magic Kingdom. Right. That's their hope. Their hope is, is like they're not taking away from the Disney park experience. They're just maybe adding or taking switching a park for a day at Universal, which is it's a strategy. I, I I don't know if it's going to, I think we're going to be surprised in the sense of like, we're going to be like, Oh yeah. Epic's going to ruin Disney for like really kick him in the ass and, you know, really kind of heat up the cold war. I don't, the longer this goes on, the less I think that's what's going to happen. I think that universal has a smaller footprint of, of people that come in and those people are going to choose to go to the new park and it, well, that'll be great for those who go to the other ones, but I, I don't see this influx of, I, I'm not going to magic kingdom. I'm going to Epic universe. I don't see that coming from, from yeah. people. Yeah, that are going yeah. I think it's, it's going to convert one and two day visitors that come to universal to two and three day visitors yeah. is what Epic's going to do. Um, and that, and if people are coming for a week in Florida, that still leaves them three or four days to do the Disney park. So I, I, I don't think it's going to, well, and then the other thing that comes up is, the studio park and islands, they better have some new attractions teed up for the year or two following. And that's, that's because otherwise they're going to siphon their own attendance on the long term. And so um, that's why men in black got built because they were worried after a year after um, IOA opened that, Oh sh- crap, we got to put something in the old studio park. So people still go to it. And sure enough, that's the, they did. So, um, but you know the the the, the needle spike that uh, that they expected from islands did not happen the way they thought it would, um, mainly because of bad marketing, the whole Universal Escape thing, and and yep. they weren't clear on it. But they fixed all that. People know what the product is now, so I think Epic will have a massive marketing blitz and be very successful. I don't think it's going to make a huge dent in Disney. No, um, I just think it's going to open up Universal's coffers and get more people to realize, oh we can do a multi-day stay at universal that hadn't considered that personally. I like staying there better multi-days than Florida. Cause it's easier to get around. It's a pedestrian resort that you can walk around. Um, yeah. Anyway, but and they'll stop. Act, act, they'll stop acting like the water park is a, is a third theme park. <laughs> it's a cool water park. Don't you dare come. No, for I, it. I'm not, <laughs> look, I got nothing park. against, I always, my thing though is when they say that, Universal uh, Resort is three theme parks. I'm like, uh, then I guess Disney's five, no, six. F- the, see yeah. here. Yep, four or five, six theme parks now. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, no matter how you look at it, Disney really still wins out. I don't know why they, 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 they yeah. I love theme parks. I love water parks. Um, let's continue on <laughs> to news I don't love necessarily, but it's, I don't know what to do with this. Dave, we have uh, some very not shocking news coming out of Disney when it comes to their uh, coming up uh, film slot. Yeah, they uh, announced sequels that are in the works for three of their major animated franchises, uh, Frozen, uh, Zootopia, and Toy Story. And my first question is, why Toy Story? We we literally finished... Woody's story in four 
And yeah, they introduced a bunch of new characters. Maybe it'll center on Bo Peep or the, the two, two little uh, stuffed uh, chick and, and rabbit that are stuck together. Maybe it's them. Who knows? But you, Again? But, you, but you sort of did buzz with Lightyear and it, and it, yeah. and it, and it kind of I mean, didn't ring and that, true. And that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. That maybe, maybe it's to fix that problem. I don't know. I just think the Toy Story universe is so played out. And like, I'd be the no first person intended. to tell you that I thought the first one was great. I didn't love the second one, but I like parts of it. Mm-hmm. And then the third one was really good. And when, when, when I, I heard about Toy Story four, I'm like, there's there's no way this is going to be great, and I loved mm-hmm. it. the the whole the whole angle they they made for Woody as a character and making space for other other uh, other toys. It was uh, miraculous, to be honest. I thought that story was really really daring. Yeah. And there's a lot of there's a lot of subtext going on there that, that and it's that, beautiful and it's, it's beautiful, beautiful to look movie. at. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. So, uh, but it also felt like a finale. Mm-hmm. What, are you, done, what so. are you left? I don't know. There's no, I don't know. Where do you go from <laughs> here? Like, yeah. Like, what do you? Yeah. I guess to another another toy store. I, I don't know. Someone said, oh. and I thought this was kind of wild, but they said just reboot the whole damn thing. Just just whole new a whole new character, a whole new set of toys. There's nothing that as much as we think of Toy Story as being Woody and Buzz, that the world concept of having toys still can be predominantly whatever it wants to be well it could be a tv show sure. like i would rather it be a show because i don't know if there is a pixar tv show out forky there. asked a question technically well Those they did shorts. the short the shorts forky asked a question the shorts, days. But like an actual yeah. tv like a kid's show that's centered around toy story like the other toys i can understand yeah. that but a whole movie like we're tired like we're really are yeah. like Wait, i mean I'm, are the kids not tired that's the real question because i guess that's the demographic they're shooting for well, there's not, we're going on a third generation of kids yeah. that, that grew up with these now. So, um, But do even this generation of kids really relate to this Toy yeah. Story anymore? Like, I yeah, don't think so. I think they do. I don't know. I think so. I, you know, I, mean, I don't know. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm not, I wasn't, I wasn't interested in another Toy Story. So they better have something good for me to be interested yeah. in. So I guess where I'd land. I will be seated in that theater. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there. But if it's, if it's yet another story about... Uh, lost toys or or toys being collectors' items when they shouldn't be. Yeah. Or we've done it. You've done it great. Let that last. Yeah. Four like, did it so well. Toys at this point, like I mean, we done lost them. We done gave them away. Like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're like I thought I was done. And to be honest, that could be wrong. I thought I was done with three. When 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 Andy gives his toys to his little sister, I cried my eyes out, and I'm like, okay, that's a fitting mm-hmm. end for this trilogy. Wait, four? And they did it again, and they did it very well. So technically, I, that wasn't his little me, sister. I guess. Just so we're very clear. Oh, right. Sorry, the neighbor, neighbor. Na- or friend, yeah, was neighbor. Uh, sorry, uh, neighbor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Neighbor. I can't believe he didn't give him to his little sister. <laughs> she sucks. Well, her little sister at that age was like. <laughs> Oh, you're right. She was grown by then. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And then, so Frozen makes sense, though. Frozen is a tr- could sure. be a trilogy. Totally. Yeah, Frozen, a t- I'm, I'm so tired of Frozen. Frozen. I'm so I mean, tired, I'm tired sure. of it, but it makes sense to make that a trilogy. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. and I like the music in the second one better anyway. Yeah, but, um, yeah it's true, true, true. So, I, okay, I'll go back to that one. I'm very excited for a Zootopia Me sequel. Me too. You're the first one that I've heard say that. I don't get it. Zootopia was great. Talk about... Talk about oh. writing in current, uh, you know, social issues as not even subtext, but text. Like, oh, no, that agree. movie was. 
It was good. I feel like think about it's so good that it doesn't need a sequel, though. That's my thing. Uh, uh, like, like the way it is, it literally is fine. Like, what what more are you going to expand on? You don't want Shakira again? How could you not? <laughs> I, I want those sexy tigers. That's what I want. <laughs> the sexy, the sexy tiger. You thought the tiger was sexy, Dave? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, a friend of mine, Derek Gale on Twitter, um, wrote, all I really want is for, um, uh, um, uh, what's his name? Who's the lead, the lead Fox? I forget his, the character oh, name. Oh, I forget. I know who you're talking about, though. Nick Wilde. Is it- Nick Wilde, thank you. Like, you know, yes. Nick Wilde, uh, leaves town and, uh, you know, joins the troop of sexy, uh, uh, underwear wearing tigers. And, like, he wrote this very funny tweet that sort of trailed off and wait, wait, what was I talking about? But it was <laughs> focusing on the dancing tigers. And I'm like, yeah, I'd, I'd watch it. Like, I'd watch a domestic comedy with the two sexy tigers as a couple. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. I mean, I, there's I, a, that'd be I can understand that Nick Wild. I could see. Huh? Is is Dave trying to make a Three's Company version of Utopia? <laughs> three's Company, right? Exactly. Yeah, with Nick Wild and the two exactly. sexy Brazilian tigers. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm down. Maybe that's what the second movie is going to be about. Well, <laughs> Nick Wild. I mean, there's you know the furries went nuts for this movie, mm-hmm. and I, th- I, I, I See, bet that's you that's why we don't need a second one. <laughs> I bet you there are entire training manuals and press training for everybody who is going to be forward facing with Zootopia. I bet this happened for the first one about how to what the not the language not to use <laughs> to be you know to be dog really? whistles to the furry community that uh yeah. you know they, they're i think they're like we're fine with them being fans but we don't want to address it yeah you know what I mean? are we fine with them being fans <laughs> i don't know no, um well, i didn't even i didn't even think about they'll that. take their money for sure you know they will but, take their money. yeah like the, the furry twitter went apeshit when that first trailer came out same with like the bad guys from dreamworks like Guys, there's I can understand. there's so much slash fiction out there about Zootopia <laughs> characters. D- just don't get it twisted. That, people have have porned I'm that saying. up already. Yeah. So Ew. don't don't search for it. Don't do it if you don't want. Don't want to know. Just don't search for it. But if you do want to, don't want to kink shame. But I don't want to kink shame anybody. Good for yeah. them. I mean, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, but but I but from a storytelling perspective, we we've established this world. I think there's a lot of other stories you can tell in It's there, really big. You know? Yeah. And we've look And they also have a new theme park land and that is almost guaranteed yes. a sequel. That's the thing that I if always you have say. If theme park is, land, you're going to get a sequel. If it, or vice versa, if you have a sequel, you have a much better chance of getting a theme park land. Like it's yeah, one or exactly, the other right. uh in, in this day and age. So, yeah. We'll see what happens with all of that. There's plenty of of uh Shout out to the furries. Shout out to the furries. We love you very much. Thank like you for listening. We love you very much. <laughs> we love you for your, your, your like As long as you're not being weird about it. <laughs> no, be weird about it. <laughs> define, define weird. Can well, you define like, weird for me? I, I don't know. My weird is different than other people's exactly. weird. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So whatever, as long as you're not crossing lines, go yeah. for it. Yeah. Love that for you. So let us go ahead and go to everyone's favorite segment. Uh, beware our guest. Okay, we have several. Nathan, Nathan, yes. what was that? That's our new intro for it. So, <laughs> so let's begin with, uh, this is kind of a minor one. We're going to kind of uh, escalate. Um, a cell phone 
was dropped by a guest uh, <laughs> when they were on Luigi's Rollican Roadsters. And a car ran over the phone, uh, causing it to smoke. And they had to shut the ride down and get everybody off. Um, my favorite part of this story is that Disney then uh, handed her her phone back. <laughs> they didn't throw it away. Um, they, didn't, they just said, all right, here's your smoking phone. Like, uh, we don't know what to do with it. So, um, yeah, there you go. Be careful with your phones, everybody. You can take down a ride. Uh, and and cause a fire uh, hazard in the middle of uh, a a very I don't know pretty chill ride. <laughs> that is like a, the most chill ride too. I was I really saw that video and I was like, bitch, how? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, I let's see here, uh, Dave. I think you're muted. Oh, sorry about that. I keep forgetting. Uh, new system people were live. Um, no, I, I like the the way those cars move around is magnetic based. Yeah. So that probably oh. f- factored into part of the problem with the phone being there, but also just friction. Like there's not a lot of clearance down there. So probably drag the phone around and who knows? Like, yeah, yeah there's a reason they don't want you to bring your phones <laughs> up. <and things. laughs> uh, next up, of course, we have a guest who, uh, I don't know whose birthday it was or it, if it was someone's. Anyway, she's got a kind of a. It was for the. 400. Oh, it was for the one hundred. She brought like a little fake, uh-huh. shitty looking cardboard cake, um, or at least that's the way it looks. And she put a firework on top of that cake and lit it in front of the castle. Uh, this I is. Mean, I'm, no. I'm not even gonna lie though; those pictures are probably gonna look fire. We, we, uh, yeah, sure. Like you, we've all seen this little, this tiny little cylindrical, about the size of a length of a ruler. You know, uh, little sparkle yeah. cannon a, that they a, do it at you know when you go to restaurants. They'll yeah, bring your it's cake. It's bottle service. It's the you know. bottle girls. It's the bottle girl. Yes, yeah, the bottle girl thing. Sure, that's what it is. Yeah. But how in the ever living fuck did she get that through security? That's what the people want to know because literally they give me a hard time when I forget that my fucking antidepressant pill bottle is in my bag. Yeah. So how did yeah. this really? It yeah. happens many times, like yeah. maybe three times. My Altoids can would always flag me. Yeah. It, it really depends cool. on the security guard that you get, though. They let a lot of things through. That's true. That's true. Well, we have, a, we have an electric we, system here. What do you guys have over at Disneyland? Is it just people looking at stuff? It's manual. It's My manual. God. Yeah, it's both. What's it like being it's in the 1920s? But, so, we saw a guy, we were in line at the security at Disneyland a couple months back, and a guy comes up with a cooler and it's full of beer. <laughs> and they're like, sir? And then they, and then he goes to the thing, and and the the the, 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 the all the alarms go off, and they frisk him, and he's got a hunting knife. <laughs> oh, in, this in, in a in a in a, in a, like in his back on his belt, but it's like it's like you can't see sure. it because it's under his shirt, like oh, a concealed wow. hunting knife. Yeah, and he thought that would be okay to bring in. He he literally like his reactions were priceless because they were like, "What? What's the problem?" Like he had no idea. I think he was going to the wrong place. Yeah. Did he have a tree stand? <laughs> he had beer yeah, and a hunting yeah. knife. Um, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like when it comes to Disney security, you could get a lot of things by. Um, it's not the best here. True. I just think that 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 you know this is another thing of of you know influencers gone wild. Like, really, do you have yes. to do that? Oh, yeah. You could have like, photoshopped that. Either. You could have photoshopped that. Yeah. Yeah. 
But it's for the moment. You know, she got her moment. I she guess. got her little moment of virality. I hope she's happy. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I hope found her. I really want to see these pictures. That's they embarrassing. Ki- if they kicked you went her out, all I'm that, sure. Oh yeah, but they were calling. But the pictures or videos from her perspective, I haven't seen them I haven't either seen them at all. To Victoria's point, yeah. So uh, that's embarrassing to go viral and your stuff not go viral. But good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, hope you didn't get yeah. banned for a stupid sparkler. So let's head back on over to uh, the East Coast here and uh, let's talk about an incident that occurred at the Beach Club. Uh, this is crazy. So, uh, a Disney Vacation Club member forcibly shoved a cast member. So, this was uh, we're going to do the next two stories are holiday based. This is a Halloween story, technically. Um, this oh. man Antonio and uh, Acosta took a group of eleven out to eat on Halloween night, um, and uh, went to uh, the restaurant at at, at the Beach Club. Uh, and apparently they couldn't sit, seat them. So it sounds like he didn't have a reservation or something because it was mm-hmm. at the – it wasn't at a table. It was like a, we don't have the ability to serve you um, and because I don't know. Maybe it was Halloween. Uh, and then uh, the guy said, thank you for your hospitality and then pushed the cast member in the chest with two hands, like gave him a big old oomph um, and – yeah, they called law enforcement. Um, uh, he said, thank you for your service. He went back and then pushed the guy. So this guy who pushed the guy was 71 years old. I don't know what it is about friggin' boomers, old boomers. Beach Club is perfect for this, too. It feels like the right resort. Oh, that's kind of shit. Oh, wow. Um, and uh, he doesn't have time. That's it's real villages shit going on here uh, <laughs> over at the Beach Club. Uh, and then what I think is more egregious, because that's not a shock, uh, people are monsters, is that Disney management declined to trespass him because he was a Disney Vacation Club member. <sighs> and that it was his home resort. Uh, okay. If I was a cast member, I'd be pressing charges. Oh, I would be yeah. pressing charges. management. Like, what the Screw fuck? Screw management. doesn't, like, back you up when you're being assaulted? Yeah, that's for real crazy. Well, that happens so often. It's off- It happens so people often. People throwing Disney hands management. at cast members happens a lot more than you think it does. Yeah. Yeah. If I ever get trespassed, but it's tips. going to be because someone picked on a cast member. And, and like... Oh, it's hands. Like, oh, at that I'm, point, yeah. I see red. Like I've I've seen it happen yeah. before, and I've like interjected slightly, um, of like, hey, just hold, just chill is basically as far as I've went. Um, I've had it happen to me, yeah. and it's like I was just sent home that day, and they couldn't even find the guy who did it. So yeah. it was like, it's it's unfortunate, but it happens a lot. So yeah, it what is was what this it guy's is. motive? I still don't understand. Like, what? Why do you push a? Because he couldn't get yeah. seated. Why do you push a person? Because you can't see the table of 11 people on Halloween night. Like, just nuts. It's just. And that's everywhere. Like, you're not going to find a table no. for 11 people. I'm sorry. Like, why are you all yeah, there? It's pretty crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> and Boomer entitlement. Yeah. I don't think that we have boomer entitlement to blame for the next story, though. It's mostly just alcohol because this man uh, is certainly not a boomer. Um uh, and we're looking, he's 27. Uh, we're looking at Dakota Horger's, uh, I guess it's his, his, uh, what do they call it? Police photo. Um, and he, I don't know what this guy's hair is all over the place. He's looking, he's looking kind of nuts. Um, 
It's a rough it's night a rough for night. him. So this is a Christmas Eve story. So settle down, everybody. Get yourself all cuddled up next to the campfire. <laughs> um, we're gonna have get your chestnuts uh, and your eggnog. Uh, a little Christmas Eve tale. Uh, uh, basically, uh, he was at the Rosen Crown screaming profanity and arguing with employees uh, because he and his girlfriend were being too rowdy, and they told them to chill out. And he, of course, escalated it, which all psychos do uh, when they're told not to do something. Uh, He then proceeded to have Disney security called on him, which is not a shock when you're behaving that badly. Um, But did he he for some reason thought that he could just uh, take a poster. uh, He had a, a poster in one of those poster tubes and just sort of hit security with the poster tube. So he's drunk off his ass. Hitting, uh, cussing out a storm, screaming, and hitting security with the poster tube. Um, it's messy. It's real messy. Um, I remember my first is, beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, His name hold, is Dakota. Dakota. Hold, your, hold your liquor, people. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Here's the thing <laughs> about drunk people at, at Walt Disney World. I will never understand this. Drinks at Walt Disney World are not cheap. It's not like it's easy to get drunk on cheap beer at your at your local watering hole. Great, awesome, but you 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 got to drop like two hundred bucks to, to yeah, have it's enough nuts. to you. It's insane. Yeah, it is, and it's not comfortable. Like it's hot. It is humid. You're gonna have to walk around. Your stomach yep. is gonna not be happy. And it, why are you putting yourself through? And this? it's all cocktails with a lot of sugar. And you're gonna have the worst freaking hangover ever mm-hmm. after Disney drunk. Yeah. Like, and you know you got to wake up and rope drop tomorrow, so what are yeah. you doing? <laughs> and here's the thing. <laughs> what are you listening Yeah, I learned my lesson the one time I got hammered yeah. at a Disney park. Like, oh, boy. <laughs> as someone again. who has – and I can say this because I'm definitely not AP anymore. As someone who's very much taken alcohol in a water container in with me. Uh, <laughs> at a girl. Uh, but every time do it that way I take like three sips and I go – I'm hot and sweaty and I don't want to drink. Like it never, I never yeah. drink it. Yeah. The the best yeah. drink I've ever had at the parks was, uh, and I now have Pims at my house, but I would get a Pims cup at the Rose and Crown because it was nice and, and refreshing and wasn't too much. Yep. Um, yep. But like these people that like grab a tixi, uh, tipsy ducks and love and it's like it's whiskey and coffee or whatever the thing is. It's like, what the, yeah. what are Ugh. you doing? Like, how do you live? So, um, but this man, it, I, he, he was doing help. his thing. They need uh, help. Yeah. So he refused to leave. Yeah. And, he, but, and he, he wouldn't take, uh, he wouldn't walk or take an Uber or a taxi. Um, and then he just got arrested <laughs> because they like chased him down okay. and uh, he just, he just wouldn't listen. An Uber would have been a lot cheaper than bail. Like, let's think things through, <laughs> yeah. people. Like, and it's just, I just want to know who's taking these pictures because they always look, the eyes are just always so, like, shocked or, like, scared whenever these they get Florida these, pictures? Like, yeah, these mug the shots? Orange County. Florida <laughs> from man. The sheriff. Yeah, like, from the sheriff yeah. department, like, I don't know, maybe it's the lighting, but it's a clean I mean, photo, I look so. like a serial killer in my driver's license. This is an Indiana driver's license. Oh, no, I have a Florida one, too, and I still look like a serial killer. Um... It just the yeah. lighting, rough. <laughs> like it just feels bright. It's rough. I have a feeling, though, in this guy's friend group, friend and family group, this is going to be a badge of honor. You know, yeah, rough. Mm-hmm. It's a story they'll tell proudly for oof, years. Oof, oof. And it's always at that pub. Yeah, what's always. with Rose and Crown? We got somebody, like this is not the first story that we've had no. from them because because it's uh, unimaginative. Straight people want to drink a lot of booze at a British pub because it's an easy thing to understand. Yeah. 
I, that's my so, theory. The problem is, is I've been to sense. London and you can't find an authentic pub anywhere because they're, no, it's they're, true. they're yeah. all like, but, uh, they're gone, yeah. first of all, and, and they're tourist traps yeah. if they're not. <laughs> but the location's pretty accurate because British people are the Florida people of Europe. So, Whoa. I mean, it makes sense to me. Whoa. <laughs> Where did this come from? Wow. I'm saying Whoa. it. I'm saying it. I'm going to stand by it. that statement. I'm there are, by I mean, that I will say there are areas that are. Like if you go to Blackpool, Blackpool Pleasure, Pleasure, Pleasure yes. Beach, which is a big you... theme park area. That is the, what they call stag and hen parties, which are all yeah. like, you know, it's messy. Oh, yeah, yeah, a cheap ass hotel room for six people and they do nothing yeah. but get trashed and throw up. Yeah. Like, you're not wrong. Yeah. Hey, I've seen what was that thing on TLC? My Gypsy Wedding or whatever, know. that show. Why you are know you what I'm talking about? Like, like, rump. No, okay. no, no, no. I'm very hold confused. On, hold on, hold on. And, and, and if you go on TikTok and you look up UK girl, you know what I'm oh, talking about. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a yes. specific lips, type. You know what I'm talking about. Bruvs. That's you a specific know what type, I'm talking about. <laughs> that is very specific. Oh, my goodness. It is very specific, but we can't, I stereotype a lot of Florida people, so I'm stereotyping a lot of British people. And you know what? The British get no passes from me because y'all have been colonizing the rest of the world for forever. <laughs> so you, it is always hands for the British. <laughs> always no hands what. for the British. I'm, I'm here. I'm here for oh, you. Yeah. I'm here yeah. for you, Sarah. I am always. When it comes to the British, I am so patriotic. You you USA forever. Like how you I'm how standing. you rate the world of all their spices and seasonings and don't use it on your food? That's all. I'm and then do they, don't use it on ass. your own food. You don't their boil pizza. So Come on now, they guys. sell it to other people and make millions. That's that's what the tea company yeah. was all about. <laughs> um, anyway, um, so I have favorite British people. Don't get me wrong. I will always have love for certain British people. Sarah hates the, the Welsh. Yeah. That's the where we're getting down to. Sarah hates the Welsh. <laughs> the Welsh. No, 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 no. Hey, I'm half Welsh. Beautiful country. I love I love their landscape and they seem very nice. But the rest of the British, I don't know what's going on over there. There's just it's not clicking for me. Like oh, I don't know. We, and y'all did Brexit. We, like have common sense. <laughs> have common sense. That's all Jeez, I got. Louise. I'm sorry, Mike. Oh, our two British listeners. I'm sorry. You, yeah, to our two to our British listeners. Uh, I didn't know Sarah, I had so much. <laughs> Sarah woke up and chose violence today. So I have beef with the British. Like I just really do. Like I feel like because when it comes to like for example, like I also have beef with like the French too, or like the Spaniards and all those people. But they have culture. But they have culture. Okay, so I can let it pass. Okay, we love French skincare. We love French food. Mm, La Roche, we baby. Love, La Roche. Yes. We love Spain's architecture. Yeah, beautiful. But London, like the British, and there's nothing for me over there. Like I'm sorry, I went to I went to London once on my layover to come to America, and I'm thanking God every day that my mom chose America. I love London because when I, I knew was those there. are the two choices. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I'm okay. I'm sorry. You're I don't. A mess. I don't know how we got to this. Standard. That's Celsius drink, baby. Too much. Like, my God, that's that's so. Funny. You are wound up. It's, I'm so sorry. A lot of my takes come out after yeah. Celsius. Um, this anyways. is that should be their ad campaign. Celsius for yeah. when you want to wake up with violence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if you can be British I, racist, I, I, but you're British racist. Apparently, a hundred percent. I am. I stand on oh. that. I stand on that. Like I said, hands for the British every single oh day. That's the only time I am oh patriotic. Okay. Is it okay, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry to, we're I'm gonna sorry move to on you before uh, Sarah gets completely canceled <laughs> by uh, 
by, by <laughs> the entire I cannot be canceled on Black History Britain. Month, people. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. You get a pass on Black History Month. Okay. okay. Yes, okay. yes. No. All right. she, for some reason, thinks you all are just Coronation Street. I don't know why, but okay. Um, so <laughs> we're going to finish off tonight with our uh, our newest segment, which of course is where we have uh, Chat GPT write us a poem. But we've called it something new this week. Uh, it's now called the Astuter Computer Poem of the Week. That's why I'm a router for me computer. Everybody needs a friend. What? Now, for those of you that don't know that reference, Studer Computer. Uh, was the Astuter Computer Review. It was one of the, uh, it was first gen Epcot uh, Communicore. Um, so it's always fun. Um, and uh, uh, it's it's a it's a lovely, lovely little show that I think there's like one version you can find online anymore. But anyway, the song lives yeah, in the record. It's so, great. Uh, let me ask the computer to write the poem uh, and then uh, we'll finish up and, and Dave's got a little a special thing to tell us about. So, um, a computer, would you please write me a poem about Tron Light Cycle News, uh, Reedy Creek, and fighting at Epcot? All right, let's see what it's going to give me here. Ah, so let's see here. The poem reads as such. At Disney, where magic fills the air, guests flock to Tron's light cycle pair. I don't know what light cycle pair means. Uh, they don't have like like balls, like semi-drivers or big trucks, do they? <laughs> so, like truck nuts, they but they're glowing. Yeah. Yeah. Tron <laughs> truck nuts. Okay. So at Disney, where magic fills the air, guests flock to Tron's light cycle pair. But some can't fit in the futuristic steeds, leaving them with unfulfilled speed needs. So I like that. That's very nice. Ron, <laughs> steeds and steeds needs. And That's a good one. Ron DeSantis seeks to hold the key to Reedy Creek's future, you'll see. But <gasps> the people won't let him take the lead. In defense of their land, they fiercely plead. Epcot's World Showcase, a joy to see. Drunk guests roam securities on duty. When they cause a scene so bold and loud, order is restored and the night calms down. Fights break out. Security takes control. Order is back. The night is whole. Disney guests, they come and go, but memories they'll keep. That's for sure. You know. So there you go. That's our... That's, <laughs> that thank you, Astuter Computer. Wow. Yeah. That was... Uh... Thank you, Astuter Computer. Yes. That was awesome. Wonderful. Um, Dave, before we end the show, you have some wonderful news about an event coming up. Tell us a little bit about, about Batu Pride. That's hard to say. Batu Pride. So Batu Pride. So this is a thing that I did on a lark back in 2019 when Galaxy's Edge opened at Disneyland. And I realized that um, Gay Days was happening in October and that there would be Star Wars land open during Gay Days. And I thought... Well, yeah, we should do a pride celebration at the edge of the galaxy. That's awesome. And this was just a lark with some friends. I, I literally got, you know, 50 or 60 friends in, in the real world and online to make, we all uh, coordinated and made reservations at Oga's the minute they were available um, within 15 minutes of each other. So for like two or three hours, we sort of took over Oga's and turned it into an ersatz gay bar in space. And, um, but I made little enamel pins that said bright gay suns 2019 on them. I made coasters and I left them out at the bar and like the, the manager of the bar came up to me and said, did you make these? And I'm like, um, yes. She said, yeah, do you have more? I'm like, oh yeah, sure. Here you go. And she's like, my staff wants to wear the pins. If you have more of those. So it was this fun little thing, right? During gay days and which used to be uh, first weekend in October in LA, it's changed. Um, but 
uh, which it changed our dates as well a little bit. But regardless, what happened was I didn't really expect it to be anything more than that. And a couple of months later, um, I met a I, I met up with a friend of mine who works at Lucasfilm, and, and we were at a party talking. He was working on Mandalorian, <clears throat> actually, and um, I, I mentioned this about two pride thing, and he went, "That was you." And I'm like, wait, what? He's like, oh, yeah, this went all the way up the chain at Lucasfilm. Everybody knows about it. Everybody loves it because it's exactly what they want out of um, Galaxy's Edge. They want the fans to sort of own it. And then, of course, 2021, I couldn't do it. 2022, they moved the dates and it's and, and, uh, for gay days and it, oh, and it is a, a date I can't make yearly. And so I was like, ah, well, I guess we're done. And then in uh, last year, in like April, I got an a email from a friend at Imagineering. He said, hey, can I use one of your Batu Pride um, images for a presentation? And I'm like, oh, sure. Here, go ahead. And I thought it was just something internal at, at Imagineering. It turns out it was the Disney Parks panel at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim last May. So in the section where they talk about fan engagement within the land and how people are telling their own stories and marriage proposals and all those things, they mentioned Batu Pride and showed my photo and the audience went apeshit. This is Scott Trowbridge talking about it because he knew it was me, first of all. Like he 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 knew that I did this back in 2019, but I, it got mentioned in the fandom and I was like, welp. I guess I have to do this now. Um, so I, we are on all the socials. If you look for Batu Pride, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, and Facebook, and uh, Linktree slash Batu Pride. The the difference this year is it's it, first of all it's not an event in terms of like a program or events or or a schedule. It's just a call to action for queer Star Wars nerds to show up and put together some good pride inspired star wars lukes for your for your disney bounding and just show up for the day that's all it ever was and i have a cool outfit that i made for it um so this this year it is the same it'll be on march 4th here at disneyland coming up and that is because that is what's called mini gay day it's the halfway point between gay days and therefore a little less crowded a little easier to get in um and uh on june 2nd uh, uh, in Orla- in Florida, which is Gay Days Week, June second is the Hollywood Studios Day, and since the Galaxy's Edge is there, so it's those two dates. Um, what I'm I'm gonna make pins that you can only buy that day, so you got to find me that day. Um, but if you if you go to our socials, we also created a Threadless account, and I reached out to Star Wars queer Star Wars nerds and and allies who are artists. And said, hey, can you make a cool piece of art for me around the idea of Batu Pride? I'm going to put up a Threadless account for T-shirts and mugs and stickers and buttons and all those things. And all of the proceeds are going to go to charity. And I had about a dozen artist friends go, yep, no problem. And so there's all this cool creative output around the idea of Batu Pride that you can get on a T-shirt. And all the proceeds go to the It Gets Better project. Um, and, uh, and, and so that's, so this is a little side hustle. I'm not making any money off of this, obviously this is all for charity, but it's this little side project that I'm fostering and nurturing. And if you are at all into Disney bounding or star Wars, Disney bounding in particular, and you want to show up and join us, please do. It's going to be a ton of fun and, and, and super gay. Uh, may I recommend a shirt idea I just came up with, which is, it should just say Jedi candy. There you go. Oh, I love it. In like rainbow yeah, colors. Jedi candy. Yeah, no, I like Thank that. Um, yeah. Just just don't tell them it came from a straight and, and people will like it. But um, <laughs> No, no, you're an ally. Come on, that's true. You can, you can Allies can be eye candy, as I always say. So Yes. Right. Um wonderful. I'm excited. Um please keep us updated on that. We'll we'll share links as well and, and it's, it's gonna be a great time. 
I signed up for the pin, oh. so I'll be there. Oh, you found Wonderful. it good. Yes. Um, yeah. People are coming because it's coming up in uh, less than a month. Mm-hmm. If you're coming to Disneyland, my enamel pins, which are gorgeous, by the way, are only going to be available there. I'm a one-man operation, so I can't like fulfill orders and send them to people. You have to show up at the park. But if you if you go to our socials, there is a Google form. You can sign up an RSVP one, and I will put it aside for you because I'm doing a very limited edition of these because I'm not made of money. Um, uh, and, and I will hold it for you if you show up that day. I, I won't hold it for you past that day. If you don't show up, I can't ship it to you. I'm telling you ahead of time, it says all of this on the form. Um, but sign up and meet us there. It's going to be – uh, reservations for Ogas are already gone for that day, but so we're just going to do standby um, and just take the place over. Um, so it, it, it'll be a lot of fun. I have I have my bounding outfit. It, pictures of it are on the socials as well. If, if you are a Star Wars bounder already and you are queer or an ally um, – tag us in, in in a post and I will repost it. And that's the goal for the day when we're there is everybody just take tons of photos, um, tag it with Batu Pride, tag it, hashtag Batu Pride West, Batu Pride East, um, Batu Pride 2013 or 2023, excuse me. Um, and, uh, and the goal is just to get a bunch of images out there of creative queer yeah. people and their love of Star Wars. That's that's the, the end goal of this is just that. Celebrating Star Wars, um, that something I've grown up with since I was seven years old and, and, and as a little queer kid watching that, feeling like... Like, like this is fantasy, but uh, there's not a character that's me, and this is allows me to do. Well, that. there's always been C-3PO. That's awesome. So, I mean, fairly. Yeah, C-3PO oh. is cano- <laughs> I think is canonically queer. We can, we can accept that for sure. Uh, but it's yeah. so cool that you ended up. R two D two is the top. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. There's there's Sorry. absolutely Wait, no doubt. What was that, Sarah? He's the top. Okay, I didn't know that he was the top, but okay. Yeah, the shorter ones that? usually are, guys. Just so you know. Oh, um, hey, it's good to know. If you see two, a, a couple, and one of them's the big muscly one, mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, I'm not swinging really? that way anytime soon. But you know, at five five, I'm I'm happy to know that uh, that my yeah. my, my power sure dynamic is. short kings do well. It's good to know. Short kings good do to well. Know. Yeah. Hey, you never know. <laughs> um, Who knows? Oh. Who knows? You never know. My favorite piece of merch was uh, I just got to pimp this just because you got to go look at it. Um, by a friend of mine, Kyle. He goes by the Rabbit Kyle on Twitter. He's an illustrator and he's very talented. And he submitted this lovely little cartoon drawing of a, a, a Thorian, which is the the, the the hammerhead alien, and a porg at Oga's sipping a, um, a a fuzzy tauntaun. And the porg's got like a little pride flag in his mouth. And it's it's the cutest stinking thing you've ever seen. Um, but there's more to come. I've got uh, three or four, at least three or four more pieces of art that have not even been posted yet. So there's so subscribe to the socials because we got a lot of fun stuff. Coming. My uh, my brain, I keep hearing in Muppet, uh, Muppet Show voice, gays in space. <laughs> Oh, I just keep hearing. So yes, 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 yes. A thousand yes. times yes. I'd watch that movie. Um, with that, uh, Rag Castle, of course, is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. And uh, please consider subscribing so you don't miss any episode. Tell your friends about the show. Uh, hopefully, this live kind of way we're doing it, it sounds okay. I don't know, and if not, I apologize. Uh, I will be my my biggest critic. So um, please let us know though. You can leave reviews, all that kind of stuff. And you can of course check out uh, our website at ratcastlepodcast.podbean.com. And as I said, if you have questions or anything of that nature, anything you want to sort of let us know, you can uh, get at us um, over on uh, our social um, on Twitter 
um, all those places. Now my sound effects not working. <laughs> I'm trying to play the the outro. I can't hear anything. Can you guys hear anything? I don't know. Good, good nope, Christ. Okay, not. good to know things are working. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's it. That's the show, everybody. Um, and I'd like to play my music now. Uh, and it's not gonna let me play it, which it doesn't live. make this any sense. Live. The perils of live. Why podcasting. is it not working? Everything else worked. Um, that was weird. All the other cues yeah, worked. How strange. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, I now uh, you can Fix hear the post. music right now, and it's in post, uh, which is not part of my current live thing. So, um, I guess just grab your belongings and next to the left. Ugh. Will you stop this foolishness? What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here? <laughs>